Hello everyone and welcome to the Clockwork Cantina episode 103. I am one of your hosts, Josh902, and this is the other I'm host. The other host, DT3. Yes. Hello, hello. Hello. Hello everybody. Episode 103. We're we're making headway into the hundreds. It's gonna be a good one, man. I'm, I'm. There's, there's. We're previewing uh, all the stuff for this year coming out, as you guys can tell by the title. Uh, so I'm excited. There's a lot of, there's a lot of good stuff coming out this year, man. Yeah, sure, sure is, sure is. First of all, uh, let me offer my apologies for uh, starting a little bit late. Um, uh, and I'll tell you why when we get to the what you've been up to, because there's a game that has taken over my life. Uh, <laughs> Quite a lot lately. Enough that I've played 66 hours in the last two weeks of it. And I'm sure some <laughs> of you know what that is. Um, uh, so yeah, we usually start the show off with what we've been up to and what we're talking about, like what we're excited for. But I can't wait for the second half of the show when we start our preview of all the games, shows, and movies that are supposed, I say supposed, to come out this year. Or it will be coming eventually as we go into the future. You know how things are. They get delayed and such as well. Um, so yeah, that'll be fun. Um, uh, we do have some news this week, a little bit. Um, yeah, we do. We got some. We're, we're finally getting to, uh, start, start the, the year's getting going. So we're going to start getting those, those news drops. And yeah. I've already seen a lot of rumors and things that are like things that are supposed to be happening this year. So that'll be interesting if they come true. Um, yes, yes. But first yes. off, we start what we've what we've been up to the past week. And Daniel, if it's okay with you, I would like Go to take ahead. the lead Go because ahead. I only take, have a couple things. Away. All right. Take so first away. up, first up is this uh, the Twitch news, which is uh, our emotes are 100% done. We have one, two, three, four, five, six new emotes on uh, the channel. Uh, uh, I know I talked about them some last week, but now they're 100% done. We have Josh Nino High, Josh Nino Cry. Josh Nano Rip, hey, Josh Nano Rage, Ryman. Josh Nano Raid, and Josh Nano Heart. So all those, if you subscribe, you get all those emotes. If you follow the channel, you get the 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 Josh Nano Two Burger Time, which is now hey. for followers. So there it is. Time. If you follow, you can you can have the Burger Time emote that Daniel made for me, me ages too. ago, which is awesome. Thank you very much for that. Join in on the Burger Time. I still yeah. love that emote. I think it's awesome. It's got a little face on it and everything, smiling, little happy burger. I love that one. It's one of my favorites. Purple burger, though. But yeah, we got we got new emotes. Uh, so those are done, hundred percent, and on the channel. Um, so what I've been up to last week, I've been watching Boba Fett. Love Boba Fett still. Some interesting developments in Boba Fett. That's all I'm gonna say about Boba Fett because we're gonna do a show on it. Um, we sure are. And the game that has taken over my life is Zomboid. I, we've been playing Zomboid for like the past two weeks, and I'm addicted to it, like real bad. Like even right now, I've got like that 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 itch, you know. I'm like scratching and everything. You got any more of that Zomboid? You know that kind of thing. And I just wanna I just wanna play it right now and 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 tailor and work on cars because <laughs> we don't we don't we don't kill zombies in Zomboid. We work on cars in Zomboid. We're mechanic simulator. Mechanic uh, obviously, simulator. I'm, Obviously, I'm joking, but seriously, I've become really addicted to this game, along with like a lot of us have been playing it. Daniel's been playing it, uh, like um, just a ton of our friends have been playing it. We're all playing it together, and it's just a lot of, I don't know, something about it's just a lot of fun. We're still hunting for a fucking sledgehammer, haven't found one anywhere, um, and like the game's hard as shit. 
at times, but now that I feel like I've got it down, I feel like I could I feel like I could do a solo run if I really wanted to. Um and I probably will sometime in the future. Um, there you go. But yeah, I've played sixty six hours in the last two weeks of Project Zomboid. And it's I've had fun the whole time I've done it. Uh so yeah, that's that's what I've been up to. I've literally done nothing else. I haven't watched any movies, and the only television show I've watched was Boba Fett. So like, and I haven't played any other games. It's just been get on, all right, Zomboid, let's go. Zomboid, yeah. It's it's kind of nuts. Uh, what have you been up to, Daniel? Um, so I like Josh have been playing Zomboid, but not as much as him. I I actually like right before yesterday, I hadn't played in like almost a week. I was like, well, maybe I should hop on and see what's going on, you know? So I played yesterday for a little bit. Uh, you that, say you barely fun. played, but you, I'm looking at your time played. You've still played quite a bit, I feel like, <laughs> you know? No, I mean, I have I have played some, but, like, <laughs> I I haven't played, like, as much, you know, as, as others. I only have, like, to- 20 hours total. I'm in full-on which, I mean, addiction. It's, it's, which is still a, a, a good chunk. A good chunk, chunk but... yeah. But yeah, like, you know, Phenom's got like 52 hours. You got like 66 hours. Maja's got like 51. Phoenix got like 62. You know, everybody. Like, <laughs> you, know, you, guys, you guys have been playing more than I have. But I but I definitely, yeah, I need to play more. But I've just been so like, I've just been doing so much other stuff, man. Hey, it's man. Like, damn. That is what it is. So I've been playing Zomboid, a little bit of that. I want to play more of that. I've been playing uh, Halo Infinite because I, I, you know, I've been trying to get through the pass on that. You know the season pass thing, and, yeah. and that's been fun. The new samurai event is on, so I'm getting all the samurai stuff. Been enjoying that. Um, still continuing to play Animal Crossing. Been you know continuing to upgrade my my island and, and all that. I got I you know I told you guys last week that I got inspired to to re- renovate it again. So I've been doing a lot on that. I've been redoing it. Progress is pretty good, but we're not done yet because you guys know that. For those of you who know that game, you know that it takes time to do things. So. We're in the we're in the process of that, and then I started Sunset Overdrive on stream, and I beat it. So we are, yeah. we are I played first time playing another story game since like August or something of last year. Since I played Mafia Three, and uh, we did it, we completed it, we beat it. Hell yeah, dude! I, so I, I hung was, out for some of those streams. I was lurking. I was watching you play. Yeah, it was, it was a fun game. I feel like it's a. I feel like it's, a, it's an underrated one. Like a lot of people know, not a whole lot of people talk about it. And it's made by Insomniac, which you know are the people that did the new, the, you know, the new Spider-Man games and and all that stuff. So it, it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. I can definitely see the influence from that onto spy onto you know the, the later Spider-Man games that would come. But uh, yeah, I had fun with it. It was a good time. Uh, there was just an unfortunate thing where like I was on the last DLC of the game. And then my sound bugged out, and I had to play the rest of the game without sound, so that was kind of oh. annoying. Yeah, that kind of sucks. But, but other than that, though, I had fun with it. It was a good time. It was I liked the humor and everything. It was it reminded me of like Saints Row and like Borderlands, like you know that mm-hmm. style of stuff. And Ooh. honestly, Sunset Overdrive feels more like a Saints Row game than the new Saints Row game. Oh like, shit! Know, I'm just saying, man. Like that was it. I had a good time with it. Oh, yeah. But anyway. Uh, what else? Uh, so yeah, I, I I did that, and then okay, so I have so Josh is like I haven't seen any movies because I've been all on Zomboid. I have seen movies. I've been uh, 
I'm trying to get back onto my movie movie train and, and watch more movies and, and, and that kind of stuff. I want to watch more TV shows as well. I have the next couple shows planned that I want to watch, so I just got to find time to to watch them. But I've been watching movies. Uh, I watched movies this, this past weekend because I've been wanting to, to check more out. So I watched Ghostbusters Afterlife. Hey. And that was that was fun. We did that one in a, in a group watch. That was good stuff. Yeah, that was good I was stuff. there for that. I just didn't put it in the list. I, um, I hadn't seen it. I've been wanting to check it out, and I finally did. And it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I thought it was interesting. I kind of hope that they... Um, I hope that this movie did well enough that they make more because I would like yeah. I would be down for that to continue. Um, and then I watched a couple movies on my own. I watched Taxi Driver, which was fucking fantastic. That's a great movie, man. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Uh, enjoyed it quite a bit. The soundtrack was 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 awesome, and obviously, you know. Being set in the seventies because it was made in the seventies, like that was, you know, I I dug the whole like vibe of it. You know, it was just it was it was, it was great. I, I I enjoyed it quite a bit. So that was a good movie. Um, and then I also watched uh Lost in Translation, which I'm honestly like I enjoyed that. I I I had a good time with that movie. I honestly, Josh, I'm curious. Have you seen that movie? Lost in Translation. I feel like I saw. I feel like I saw it a long time ago, but not recent enough that I actually remember the movie. Uh, okay, well, I was going to say, like, if you haven't seen it, I'm, like, curious what your thoughts would be on that movie. Because I thought it was a wholesome, like, interesting, like, dynamic. Because, so the main two the main two characters are played by Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson. Which, by the way, such a different role for Scarlett Johansson to play. Especially, well, this was, like, in her, I guess in her early days, which then this movie came out in 03, I believe. So it's much different than what we're used to seeing her now. Nowadays, she's just playing the badass, you know, like, you know, Black Widow and like, you know, uh, Ghost in the Shell and all these other different types of movies, right? Where she's like an action, you know, mm-hmm. star or whatever. But this is such a different like role for her in this movie. So it was it was just it was just really it was just a really interesting movie to watch, you know, like even like the the. Just the dynamic between those two char- you know, those two characters in the movie, and and like you know the people around them, and just all that. So yeah, I'd be, I, I, I'm as I was watching this movie, I'm like, hmm, I feel like Josh would. I, I just I was really curious, like what you would think about that. So yeah, I have to check it out. Yeah, yeah. So that was good, and then I finally watched Blade Runner twenty forty nine because I had not seen it. So I'd watched obviously I'd seen the first one, and you know I liked the first one, and I just hadn't seen the second one, so. Finally check that out. I thought you had seen it, which is what's funny about it. Like I didn't realize it you hadn't seen it yet. So it's No, I I I hadn't seen it. I it I I've been wanting to watch it, but you know what's been putting me off is that it was it's kind of a long movie. It is a little bit, yeah. It's like two forty or something like that. It's like almost three hours, I think. Pretty long movie. So it's like, man, I, I really need to find like some time. But anyway, but I watched it like Sunday. I was like, all right, well, I got I got a little bit of time here to watch to watch something because I want to watch something, but yeah, it was uh, it it was good. It, visually, it was very beautiful. Like I'll give it that. Like visually, it's fucking amazing. But that being said, I I know some people enjoy it more than the first one. I actually enjoy the first one more. I like the first one more still, for me. But I know people like oh you know it's better than the, the second one is better than the first one. But I just there was just some stuff in that that I'm like I don't. I don't really, you know, 
Like it's good, but I just I don't enjoy it more than the first one. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, that's what I've been up to. I'm excited to watch more movies and and do more stuff. Which, by the way, speaking of watching more movies, um, we'll just go ahead and 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 let you guys yeah. know now since we're doing this next week. Um, it's a new year, so uh, we're gonna be trying new something new. Uh, so you know. In the past, we've we've done a, a, a retro rewind every other month, and then Josh and I would rotate between the months. But now, this year, we're going to be trying out something different. So we're going to be doing retro rewinds every month, uh, if we can, because there might be some months where you know we have a full slate and we maybe we can't do one. But we'll we'll we'll, we'll see how that goes as we as we do it. But for the most part, we're going to try and do one retro rewind every month. Um. And and then we'll rotate between Josh and I each month. So I'll start this month, then Josh will go next month, and then I'll go after that, and so on and so forth. So basically, I'll start us off the year in January, and Josh will end it in December. So there you go. Yeah. And, and we just yeah, we'll, uh, we want to watch more movies, so we're, that's what yeah. we're gonna do. That's basically yeah, I know, what it I know is. I I know I definitely do. So yeah, I, I yeah we both do. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, basically that was that was the decision behind wanting to do that a month you know, every month instead of bi monthly. So. Yeah, I'm excited because uh, there's there's a lot of good movies that I haven't seen yet that I want to check out. So I already I already put in my pick for this month. And Josh put his in for next month, and we don't have to worry. I don't have to worry about for March because that's two months away. So I'll, <laughs> you know, all good. But anyway, I'm excited for that. So you know, stay tuned for uh for uh more <clears throat> retro rewinds coming this year. We're doing a lot more. Yeah, we are. Anyway. That's what we've been up to this past week. If you got nothing else, Josh, I, I'm I'm sure we can move on to the news. Um, I just want to mention that uh, 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 that last week on the show we we said we were gonna start a spreadsheet. We started the spreadsheet. We're keeping track of all the things we play, watch this year, and then at the end of the year we'll probably talk about it. So we did start that. I know we mentioned it like oh, yeah. on the air, like we were gonna do that. Yeah, but, we did. But we, we actually did. did. We did actually it. we actually made it. So we are doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we could start with the news now if you would like. Yes, let's just start with the news. Well, I think I All put right. the first thing in here. Um, so first thing we got here. Yeah, the first thing we got Boy. here. So since we're doing the the game show, uh, games, shows, and movies preview, and then I saw this article over on Polygon, and I was like, I'll throw this in here, um, and we'll talk yeah. about it, which is the the. The 10 most anticipated new tabletop RPGs coming out in 2022. And Which, I thought we'd just run through this list a little bit. Yeah, we have talked about some of these in the past, but now they are coming out this year for real. Some of these I am, like, curious to try out. So go ahead, Josh. What is our All first right. one? The first one is the Blade Runner role-playing game. Speaking of Blade Runner. <laughs> Blade Runner, right? Uh, Speaking of Blade Runner. Uh, I've, seen, I've seen both movies now. I can, you know, I, I can I can probably play in a... In a, in a TRPG now. They actually have a little video here for this one. Let's see if oh, I can. Shit. Uh, let's, let's check it out. Why not, let's, right? Let's plop it over and play this. Hang on, let me get my. All right, Vimeo. And uh, we'll get. We'll even. We'll even do it with sound because fuck it. Free League. Which Free League is a? Uh... Alcon Entertainment. Watch this little video. 
Dude, I just want to say, like, I love this noir sound in music. Like, man, again, like, listening, like, dude, the taxi driver soundtrack. Wow. <laughs> Great. I love, I love this, like, just the vibe of this music, man. Well, that's what, like, Blade Runner is. It's like futuristic noir. Uh, yeah, I'm, a, I'm about story. it, dude. Good shit. I think Free League is the guys. They're the guys that made the Alien RPG. I think. Mm, okay. Let me let me double check that. I think I am. I am right. <laughs> or they are they are publishers, I should say. Um. Yes, they did the the Aliens RPG. They've done. Uh, the One Ring RPG, that. That shipped today, by the way, so that'll be coming. Oh, really? Uh, nice. That'll be here, and I have nowhere to put it. I'm going to have to redo my fucking Shelf. <laughs> shelves again. It again. Uh, but yeah, the, so here's what the article says. 2022 will be the year of tabletop RPGs adapted from licensed media, and everything from Avatar The Last and, uh, Airbender and to G.I. Joe and Transformers are exploring the pen and paper oh, realm. Uh... Swedish publisher Free League might command the most promising of these experiments with the Blade Runner role-playing game, which promises to deliver players into the rain-drenched, neon-lit streets of a future Los Angeles for some ex existential investigative police work. Blade Runner RPG will use the Free League's Year Zero engine, which primarily uses, uh, primarily uses six-sided dice to explore questions of humanity in a world where the value of individual life has never been lower. The technocracy and class stratification of Blade Runner se settings. Blade Runner setting will backdrop a gameplay focus on human drama and interpersonal conflict, but it will have to contend with a pop culture malaise when it comes to cyberpunk. Pre-orders are not currently available, but the RPG is set to release sometime this year. So that's the first one. Um, super interested in it. I will probably buy yeah. it. We will probably play it. Should be, should be, should be interesting enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now this next one. This next one I already own. <laughs> I've backed okay, this, it. This, this, this next one is probably the one I'm the most excited about in this list. And honestly, I think a lot of people in Discord have this one backed as well. So um, so next up is the Avatar Legends, the role-playing game, which we oh, also yeah. have a YouTube video for, and we can watch that as well. Um, hey. hey. Uh, so why not? We'll throw that up there. It's like three minutes long. So we'll check this out. I imagine it's probably like a little bit of an explanation video, maybe? I don't know. Let's 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 play and see. Oh yeah, dude. From Magpie Games. Air. Water. Earth. I can't wait to fire bend the shit out of somebody. Bro. Cause those cause that's that's my go to is fire fire. Yeah, I, I I'm saying fire bending. I like them the most. The elements that bind our world together are the same that break us. I love how this this uh this our this this book or this version of this uh Avatar game is gonna have multiple eras. That is really cool. Yeah, multiple eras. They're gonna have playbooks. Peace and chaos. I love it. 
balance and imbalance. Choose your era. No matter if you lived in the yesteryears of Avatar Roku, the age of Avatar Ang, or the days of legends yet to come. The pursuit of balance is not for the Avatar alone, no, or even just the benders of our world. No matter if you were born to master an element, or weaponry, or technology, or perhaps the simple brewing of fine tea. <laughs> No obstacle can be overcome without a journey to discover. Rise to meet your destiny. And only a fool. Yeah, that's the thing is like you're not just necessarily a bender. You could also be a, a weapon user like Sokka or. Yeah. So walk this path together and find your balance. Yeah, this game looks. This game sounds like it's gonna be a blast here. A waste. Hell yeah. Definitely looking forward to this one. Same. <clears throat> so it is. It has already been kickstarted. I backed it. Sure. It has succeeded. Here's what it says. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat here. It says. <laughs> Magpie Games knew their take on the beloved Avatar anim animated series would be popular, but they didn't quite prepare for the record-setting near $10 million they received in crowdfunding. Avatar Legends, the role-playing game, will let players create their own elemental benders, or Sokka stand-ins, in order to explore a world lavishly outlined in The Last Airbender and Legend of Korra. The studio's expertise with Apocalypse World-inspired titles has been tweaked to prioritize stories of young people discovering their complex truths of a world at war, along with their place in it. Groups can play in five different time periods, including the era of myths and legends and Republic City's edge of modern modernity. Fight the Fire Nation, discover the truth of Avatar Kyoshi's story, or simply go penguin sledding all afternoon. Uh, you can you can still pledge this. Late pledges are currently available through Magpie's backer kit page. Um, the developer recently delayed fulfillment until the summer of 2022, so this will not be coming until summer of this year. Mm. Uh, so that's pretty dope. I know we're excited for that. We will also probably be playing it. <laughs> yes. Uh, so next up. We have something that I actually have no clue what this is. Um, Just, but it's called Yaziba's Bed and Breakfast. No. <clears throat> no video this time. It says, The minds at Possum Creek Games, creators of the critically acclaimed Wander Home, have proven their ability to take a perfectly mundane premise and suffuse it with delicious melancholy and powerful magic. The small studio's next tabletop RPG, Yaziba's Bed and Breakfast, continues the trend with a slice-of-life setting that bucks more than a few standard tabletop trends. For one, the playable characters aren't blank slates, but the five fully re realized residents of the establishment. Groups will explore bounded chapters wherein guests arrive, often with a complication on their heels, prompting whoever isn't busy with chores or cooking to attend to their needs. 
It could be <clears throat> it could be a troubled traveler who ran away from home, or the king of the forest with full retinue in tow. The resulting tale unlocks legacy elements such as stickers and secrets. Secrets will be festooned. That's a word I've never heard before. Throughout the book. Yuziba's <laughs> <laughs> um, Ben Breakfast comes to Kickstarter in March, but an early access version can be downloaded from the game from the fr for free from the game's itch.io page. So go check them out if that sounds like something interesting to you. That's definitely different and cool. God. All right. Sweet. Uh, the, the next thing has a video, but we're probably not going to watch it because it's a 10 minute. It's an interview. Um, mm. But this is from this is King Arthur Pendragon sixth edition. Daniel, have you you do you know what the uh, Pendragon games are? Uh, I tabletop games, them, but I haven't messed around with any of that stuff yet. I believe it is one of Rick's favorite RPGs, if I remember correctly. Um, I know I've talked to Maggie like repeatedly about Pendragon and wanting to play it. I saw it years ago on Roleplay R&D where they played Pendragon, so this is the 6th edition, and here's what it has to say about that. The uh, medieval roleplay of King Arthur Pendragon is a long-standing series from Greg Stafford, the game designer who helped create the RuneQuest and HeroQuest tabletop RPGs, among others. HeroQuest is now known as Quest Worlds following the reboot of the original HeroQuest board game. <clears throat> David Larkins, along with publisher uh, Chaos, Chaosium have announced a 6th edition of the Sword and Sorcery RPG that adapts Stafford's unfinished Ultimate Edition for a contemporary audience. Pin Dragon 6th Edition takes place during the time of the Round Table, complete with its questing night and whale-heeled tales of heroism. Larkins is, an outli is outlining the design process in a series of blog posts, wherein he says the core rulebook will be easy to pick up and learn without sacrificing the rich world-building and tools groups can use to craft their own Arthurian legends. Uh, Pre-orders for Pendragon 6th Edition are not open, but Chaosium currently plans to release the core rulebook and Game Master's book in 2022. So that's cool. I really like the Pendragon system. I've never gotten to play it, but I've watched people play it, and it just seems really neat. <clears throat> Next up, we have... Uh, a quick 30-second trailer for Mothership, the first edition. So we'll, we'll play this, because it's only 30 seconds. And we'll sure. let you guys get a pick at it. Peek at it. And I, 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 I'm assuming, I want Daniel to see this, and then I want him, like I want him to give me like a 30-second pitch of what he thinks this game is. Let's see. Mothership, box set. Rock solid. Simply amazing. Best game. A D&D &D killer. A mothership, a sci-fi horror RPG. Hmm. So, just based off of that, like, if I didn't already think there was an Aliens game, I'd be like, yo, it's an Aliens game. <laughs> exactly. But uh, <laughs> obviously, we already have one, and this is something else called Mothership. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, listen, sci-fi horror is is an interesting like start. So whatever this is, 
I'm sure it'll be it'll be at the very least pretty pretty interesting. You know? I want to say Mothership is already available, so this is, but it's available digitally. I think they're gonna have a physical thing. So let's read this article right here and see what it says. Yeah. It says for Mothership First Edition, space is cruel, dark, and lonesome, and the upcoming Mothership box starter set will easily open up that bleak experience for daring players. Published by Tuesday Night Games. Mothership captures the horror of the blackness between stars by pitting a crew of player-controlled workers, soldiers, and scientists against the unknown with nothing but a ship and their combined wits. The intentionally light—it's in the intentionally light rules and quick character creation benefit sessions that focus on exploring tight, shadowy structures that cling to asteroids or vessels, listening through the inky nothing. The original game launched in 2019. But the box starter set will combine core rules with a selection of adventures from several notable indie designers. Pre-orders are currently available through Tuesday's night's uh, backer kit page and is expected to ship in December of 2022. Yeah, it is. Okay. So this game is very light on rules, and it's like, I think it's because you can die really easy, and uh, character mm. creation is also really quick, so. I mean, it makes sense if you're going to die easily, then yeah. Better be able to create a character really quickly, too. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have. Uh, that was interesting, though. I mean, I'd, I'd yeah. probably try it out. I'd be down to try it out. I, I should say. Hell yeah! Uh, uh, I've always I kept on try uh, Mothership at some point. That'd be cool. One second, what else we got? We got the. So the next, so next one up, is... we have Coyote and Crow. Um, it has a five-minute video that I think talks about the world of it. We're probably not gonna watch it because it is five minutes. Although I do, actually, I'm gonna throw it up for a minute and just scam through it so you guys can see some of the art for it. Because as I was yeah. looking through it, I was like, "This looks really cool." So yeah, here's some of the art for Coyote and Crow. And I know this was on Kickstarter because I was gonna back it, and I think I forgot to. So I may get a chance at a late pledge here for Coyote and Crow. But yeah, that's some of the art. Here's what it says. North American and First Nation cultures have a long history of being shamelessly mined for inspiration and straight-up appropriation in tabletop RPGs. Coyote and Crow's lead designer, Connor Alexander, wants to reclaim part of the hobby with a game set in the distant future where the Americas remain untouched by colonization, but nonetheless changed by a mysterious apocalypse. Coyote and Crow takes place in the aftermath of the cataclysmic event where the surviving peoples of the... Uh... Oh no, I'm going to butcher a, a name and I don't mean to. Oh. Uh, Which one? The uh, the surviving peoples of the Kohi... Oh, Kohokia? Kohokia? Kohokia, yeah. Kohokia have learned to live in a land often unforgiving... Uh, have learned to live in a land of often unforgiving conditions and to wield magic that might usher in a new prosperity. The game was even written and designed by a majority indigenous team. Uh, a fantasy untethered from European baggage, it ended nearly uh, 1 million... Uh, nearly 1.07 million in crowdfunding and recently put a digital version of the finished core book online for purchase through the bagger kit. Oh, I could go buy this. Uh, <laughs> I may have the page open right now. Um, <laughs> physical books pre-ordered through Kickstarter will be delivered in March with retail copies making their way to retail and local hobby shops early this summer. 
So keep an eye out for that. Next up, we have something that I backed. Um, I did back this. It is called Ouroboros, Coils of the Serpent, and we have a little two-minute ah, yes. video. We uh, we talked about this on, on the uh, Kickstarter and we made, we did, I believe. We've, we probably played the video on stream, too. Uh, yeah. but, but we can watch it again. Only two minutes. The serpent coils through creation. All lives, all moments of history reflected in its scales, and it's all-consuming. Its hunger knows no bounds, and when all else is done in dust, it will devour itself. The Ouroboros coils within you. Explore the realm of law brand. Sargrad, the Iron City. Bohendur. Bohendur, stewards of enlightenment. Engage with Elven. Eleven. I thought I said Elven. Eleven unique factions. <laughs> Play as five new races. The Mai. Four subclasses, fighter, wild keeper, soldiers of the deep wilds. This is cool, yeah, this, this seems like something that would be fun to play too. Yeah. Well, the good news is, Daniel, is that this is built on fifth edition. So you already know how to play mm. this. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's what I like to hear, man. Yeah, with some changes, obviously. But yeah. The tattoo, I think, is the biggest change. New sigils, 30 monster profiles, unique backgrounds, 40 magic items, extensive GM section. Stunning new art from all these dope artists. Yes, so that's Ouroboros, Coils of the Serpent. I backed this cool. at close to the highest level, so I spent a little money on this one. Um, it says, The Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition setting for Ouroboros, Coils of the Serpent comes with a lot of history and talent behind it. After leaving Blizzard Entertainment in 2016, Chris Metzen founded Warchief Gaming and immediately began adapting a world he had been creating with friends since the 1980s into a new tabletop RPG book. The team took its first steps into Ouroboros with Worldbook Law Brand last April and will be fulfilling Kickstarter pre-orders in March. Law Brand's loose coalition of merchant states is suffused with imagery and memories from the longtime World of Warcraft designers past, a burgeoning youth movement powered by music, Races in the Desert, in the high fantasy equivalent to Burning Man. Whether Metzen's experience translates from MMOs to dice rolling remains to be seen. So we will be checking that out at some point in the future. Yes. Oh, next up we have a little 40 second video for Psy underscore Borg. Let's check this out. I have no idea what this is. This is a treat. Oh my god, that's loud. You lose you lose points for that opening. <laughs> because that was that was rough. Rules lightning. If that's art that's actually in the book, that looks pretty neat. Yeah? 
Whoa, that's colorful. I love me, I love me some good art. All right, let's see what this article has to say about it. So, the premise for this game is interesting, but all these flashy lights and stupid noises are annoying. I'm not gonna lie. Yes, yes, yes. Th that trailer's a little rough. I agree I'm with not, that. I'm, I'm, I'm not about that, but I think the the premise of whatever this is is interesting, intriguing enough. But yeah, fuck that video. I'm just, you know, <laughs> what the hell, guys? Come on. Uh, following the explosive success of the thrashing, gnashing Mortborg RPG, design studio Stockholm Cartel have turned their eyes to the future of digital noise and glaring static with Cyborg. The nano-infested Doomsday RPG looks to showcase all the artistic flair and surprisingly approachability of its predecessor. Set in the city of Psy, the tabletop RPG brings over uh, Mjorkborg's rules light system that prioritizes dungeon crawling and the very real possibility of character death. It will also remain open to hacks and modifications so that groups can keep only those parts of the gungy, oh, sorry, grungy cyberpunk game that sparks joy and probably real sparks. Cyborg is available for pre-orders now through its pledge manager, and crowdfunded books will ship in June of this year. I don't know if that's one we will check out, but mayhap. Mayhap. Next, we have Sky Raiders of Aberax. So this, I know, is a Kickstarter. Another D&D 5e compatible book or game. Yes, it is. And we'll give it its moment in the sun because it has a YouTube video. It's about three minutes long, so we'll let it we'll let it play. To the winds, buccaneers, to the storm. Skyriders fly on a dragon's... Ah, I can't read it all. It disappeared. Oh. But all I got to say about this is we're going to be sky pirates, it looks like. Which is cool with me, man. I, I love me some fucking Treasure Planet and... Such classic adventures as Ravenloft and Dragonlance. Now we invite you to join us in the creation of a new world of adventure and magic. Sky Raiders of Abarax. Long ago, kingdoms and Abarak. empires beyond the horizons it. of the Silurian Sea exiled the unwanted, rebellious, defiant among them. Here, to the prison isle of Abarax. But one day. The almost constant arrival of aeroships suddenly and unexpectedly ceased. Born to the Forgotten Isle, abandoned centuries ago by the nations that imprisoned your ancestors, your rise from traditional as well as fascinating new ancestries, and from the Ancestral cultures trees. formed from the shattered remains of broken dungeons and forgotten dreams. Now, you must master the ancient secrets of the Euroships, learn to fly them, and set sail free of the prison isle. Do you set course for revenge? That's very rude, searching for fame and fortune? <laughs> or do you cross the far horizon to discover the truth behind those legendary places called home? Your journey is aided by the magic of the very books you hold. Through the wizardry of the living tome, you will unlock the oh, this is neat. It has a... secrets of the Sky Raiders world. I guess it has a phone app. Yeah. 
players and sky oh look at that will discover new Neat. information in their living tomes. alastair francis hidden knowledge given specifically to them or an occasional secret crypt curse. of whispers the living tomes of sky secret do not share you have been possessed oh my god that's actually awesome that's oh, pretty cool itself. Join us now on a voyage beyond the horizons of role-playing. To the winds, Buccaneers, to the storm, Sky Raiders fly. Come with us on Dragon Self to find our lost... Neat. I'd, I'd, I'd play that. I if like if for anything else, the world and the and the stuff that they've like built, the world building shit, is really cool. I like that yeah. already. So that's very neat. I I would definitely try that out. Let's read here what it has to say about Morbus. So, Sky Raiders of Aberak is another D&D 5e compatible setting sporting a serious nerd pedigree. Dragonlance authors Tracy and Laura Hickman have created a world of sky pirates and, a fa and fantasy empire that promises to be more than a book of lore with big names attached to it. The game, features, the game system features an optional app called the Living Tome System. It will allow players to use their mobile device to interact with the setting books in ways that that can't be printed on a page, such as sharing secrets between players and game masters and tracking changes to the map. Pre-orders beyond the completed Kickstarter campaign aren't yet open, but the Hickmans and their team plan to have two, the, the two-book RPG ready to ship in November. So that's really cool. That's some that's actually really dope. I'm surprised a lot of people haven't uh, done more stuff with like our phones and stuff. You know, like, this is great. You'll have secrets. Yeah. The map will change. That seems really cool. I will keep an eye out for more of that. Yes. Definitely. Uh, the final, the final RPG. Wow, we've already gone through this whole thing. Yep. The final thing we have here is called Trophy, tabletop role-playing game. It's got a two-minute trailer that we can check out. I don't know anything about it, so this will be interesting. It'll probably be something horrible. Something horrible. No, I doubt it. If it's in this article, it's probably not horrible. Uh, let's check it out. Saint who spilled their blood for me, laying in flocculent reverie, I seek your light upon my brow. I would be your trophy now, chained within this dank, within this domain, dank domain. Your relics, all that I retain, all your teachings I avow. I would be your trophy now, this foul entombment of your will i would not see you slumber still no quarter to what men allow take me as your trophy now trophy is a tabletop role-playing game hunters. of desperate okay. treasure hunters in a world woven on a loom of rumor history and myth we are seeking funds to create three beautiful hardcover books trophy dark a psychological horror game of doomed explorers seeking relics in an ancient forest that doesn't want them there. Trophy Gold, a game about exploring the deep, hidden places of the world that combines the best of old-school fantasy role-playing with modern story game techniques. And Trophy Loom, a system-agnostic setting book that can be used for Trophy Dark and Trophy Gold or your favorite fantasy role-playing game system. Alight, alight, the huntsman calls, with sun already set. The quarry springs as twilight falls, a trophy now to get. 
The moon above shines o'er the hunt, and hot breath fogs the air. The master surges to the front. The trophy now is there. As hot blood runs and soaks the ground, and hunger now's been paid, the pack to which you have been bound, a trophy you've been made. Okay. Cool. All right. All right, here's what the article says. The physical edition of the Trophy Tabletop Role-Playing Games was one of the earlier casualties of the disruption caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. It finished its initial Kickstarter crowdfunding in February of 2020, and the digital versions of both the Core Trophy Dark Book and the Old School Adventure outlined in its Trophy Gold companion book have been available for a while, but printed versions continue to be delayed. That's changing in 2022, according to the design team over at The Gauntlet. The collaborative storytelling system is a favorite of many well-known indie designers, but has yet to find much mainstream success due to... Uh, I lost my spot. Uh, due to the rash of uh, fulfillment delays. But the doomed adventure it lets players, uh, lets groups tell are chock full of psychological horror and meaty storytelling potential. It simply shouldn't be missed when it becomes more readily available later this year. Pre-orders right. are still available through the Gauntlet's Backer Kit page. Alright, Daniel. Out of all of these, what is the one has your attention the most? So, it's still Avatar. Because okay. that, that is the world that I am, like, the most familiar with and the most excited about in, out of all of these. So, it has to be that one. But, if we're not counting stuff I already know about, like that and Blade Runner. Yeah. If, it's, if, we're, just, if we're just talking, like, strictly about stuff that, like, is new to... You know, all this that we've been reading. Probably, honestly, Sky Raiders of Abarax. Yes. I that would agree with that. Really, really cool, man. And that one and also uh, uh, Ouroboros. Both of those look really, really cool. Like, I, I, yeah. I, w I would be up for trying either one of those or both. Uh, yeah, I'm down to try they both. both of look those. Really, they both look really, really cool. I kind of um, wish I'd gotten on that Sky Raiders Kickstarter. Um, but I guess I've just missed it. I don't know why I missed it. I usually yeah. kickstart everything, guys. I'm I'm yeah. a super backer at Kickstarter. <laughs> Which one did you miss? The Sky Raiders one. Oh uh, yeah, I don't know. How did you miss that one? Oh, that was really cool, dude. I don't know. Is it um it's over now, right? Is, is that what you said? Yeah, but they will eventually probably take late pledges, I imagine. Yeah, because uh, I was like, as we were like reading some this article, I was clicking on like the Avatar one, and then uh, what's the other one? Uh, the or was it the Ouroboros one maybe? That some of them had like late pledges where you could buy like the core books and stuff, and all the adventure books and stuff. Dude, that Avatar one is dangerous because I, I was looking at the, uh, you know, the <laughs> the late pledge page, and oh my god, did you see all the cool shit they have there? Yeah, let me see. <laughs> let me. They got, like, let me see which one I backed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have so much cool shit on there, dude. Like they got like the adventure books. They got a, the the booklet bundle. They got the Washi Tong adventure guide. They got the journal pack, expanded playbook. They got the core book, and you can get the special cover one. You know, like a exclusive cover, you know, thing. And yeah, they got, so like see, bundles of for shit you can get. It's like man, I so get cool I get all the PDF books, the core book, and all physical stretch goals. So I get like mm. all the stuff. 
Cause like I'm looking at even even the dice, dude. Like the dice pack with the packaging and the and there's a dice bag and there's like a deluxe dice thing. It's like oh yes, man. I, I did it, not it, it did not get that so cool. because I have a ton of dice. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's fair, but they look really cool though. No, they absolutely do look awesome. Even the map, dude. Yeah, the map looks great. So cool. But yeah, anyway. Um, but yes, I'm really, I'm really excited there. for a lot of this stuff. It's gonna be awesome to check out. Um, Honestly, though, yeah, there's a lot of these look really, really cool. There are other ones that I'm just like, I still don't even know what that is. Like Coyote Crow, I don't. Coyote I don't and Crow. Yeah. I still don't know what's going on there. But anyway, I'm excited for the ones that I, you know, for for Sky Raiders, for Ouroboros, Avatar, and then even even Blade Runner it looks like it's cool too. So. Yes. Yeah. Some definitely some good stuff in here. Definitely some good stuff in here. All right. Uh, well, that's the ten most anticipated new tabletop RPGs coming out in 2022. I know that was a little long, but I think the rest of the news will be fairly sailing. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. So what is next? So Aaron? let's talk about how E3 tw- this year is going to be online only again. Okay. So. E3 2022 will be online only again due to COVID-19 concerns. Uh, in a statement to VentureBeat, uh, the ESA confirmed that the coronavirus remains a major issue, so we'll be playing it safe for one more year. And this is the quote that they said, or they had. Due to the ongoing health risks surrounding COVID-19 and its uh, potential impact on the safety of exhibitors and att- attendees, A3 will not be held in person in 2022. We are nonetheless excited about the future of E3 and will look forward to announcing more details soon um i think this makes a whole lot of sense especially with like the the yep. rise of of omicron and all the cases and all that shit like it's getting bad over here again i went to so this is just a little personal thing i went to walmart again last night and dude mm-hmm. some of those aisles were starting to look empty no, i was really? like dude i was like oh my god can we because you know how early on last year people were like buying everything and you know, we were running out of mm-hmm. toilet paper and all that shit Man, we better not get to that point again. But I wouldn't be surprised because I li- again I went to Walmart yesterday and shit was starting to look a little uh, a little, little empty naked. there, a little bare. Yep, yep, a little bare, man. I'm like, oh, dude, what the yeah. hell? Well, which, which is crazy the way that shit's like rising in prices too, man. It's like, God, I actually, anyway. I haven't gone anywhere in a while, so I don't know what it's like here out there. Um, uh, most of us stay home unless we absolutely need to go out, but. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's, uh, I haven't had a chance to look. It, it's crazy, but yeah, it makes a whole lot. This makes sense to me though, with you know, like I said, all the rising mm-hmm. of the cases again and all this other stuff. So yeah, play it safe. Don't don't don't, yeah. don't make this worse than it than it needs to be. So I saw uh, I saw Jeff Keeley tweet out like immediately after this announcement came, like Summer Games Fest will be back this year, so that'll be back as well. Um, <laughs> All uh, right, well, we got all the things to cover later this year, then. And honestly, some of the... I, I love... I like the crowds at E3, and I like everybody getting together and, and doing their announcements, because you can all... That's really cool. Uh, yeah. But, man, is I understand totally why we can't do that right now. Oh, yeah. So I, 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 I always want I always want E3 to be a thing, is what I'm getting at. I, like, I know, course, like... Yeah. Um, uh, 
it's always cool that people get together and get to do all their announcements and have a big week of games. Like I always look forward. It's something you look forward yeah. to every year. Same. I, I look. Uh, I remember. I used to look forward to it every year as well. It's just a fun thing. Like you know, every summer you're like, yo, it's, is it is it E three season yet? You know, get to watch all the new announcements. Like mm-hmm. it takes me. It like it takes me back to like almost ten years ago when I when you know after EA got the license with Star Wars and we're like, all right, man. We're waiting. What's the first thing they're gonna show us? And I remember seeing the very first teaser for the first Battlefront, where you see like the ATAT leg over the snow speeder or whatever. It was over mm-hmm. on Hoth. It was great. It was amazing. You know, seeing uh, fucking thirteen uh, thirteen, man. The, the the stuff for that was incredible, dude. Like, I just we've we've had a lot of good E three moments, uh, you know. And I don't want it to end forever either, but it makes sense for this year again. But yeah, I'm I'm with you though. I always like seeing. You know everybody announcing stuff and you know seeing all the the crowds of people get hype over the new announcements and everything it's it's great you know but i am i am for them you know uh yeah. doing it in person again this year so yeah boy yeah all right all right what's next next thing that we have is uh, ben Studio pitched an open-world resistance game after Days Gone 2 was rejected. So... There's, there's something else in this article, and I died inside when I read it. <laughs> so when you go through mm. it, I'll tell you what it was. Yeah, so... Former Ben Studio director Jeff Ross revealed earlier this week that Days Gone sold more than Ghost of Tsushima, but was not praised like it said, seen as a disappointment by Sony and PlayStation. Uh, discussing with former God of War and Twisted Metal director David Jaffe on a recent live stream, Ross also revealed that some other pitches Ben Studio made after a sequel to Days Gone was rejected. As first reported by Video Games Chronicle, Ross said he was especially interested in rebooting PlayStation's long dormant resistance series, which by the way, let me pause there real quick. I actually never played the resistance series. Did you, did you ever play any of those games? I played like one and I think it was the first one. And I don't even think I stuck with it very long. Mm. Yeah. Cause I remember it being like a PS3 era game and like, I just never, I never played them for whatever reason. I, it seemed like I would be, it would be up my alley, but I just never, I don't know. I just never got it. It always kind of came off as a Gears of War knockoff a little bit, seemed like to me. Could Xbox be, had had Gears, had the, Gears of War, thing. and then yeah. PlayStation had like Resistance or whatever, and Killzone. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, Killzone was another one I never played either. Though Resistance, yeah. Killzone, I never, I never got into those. But anyway, uh, Resistance series was just created by Insomniac, Insomniac Games back in the PS3 generation. Like the pitch, the Days Gone two though it was rejected. The pitch I was making was open world resistance would be fucking rad, Ross told Jaffe. There were all these open world loops that we figured out. It almost wrote itself with resistance. There were so many aspects of the property that lent itself to the open world gameplay, but they weren't interested in that either. I don't know how well it sold. Uh, Ross also revealed that after a pitch for Days Gone 2, which would have included a shared universe with co-op play, was rejected. Uh, he asked, he was asked if Ben Studio could also reboot Siphon Filter. However, Ross didn't really have an interest in such a thing. Oh, 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 oh. That, how could one. you? How could one. you do that? That's the one that hurt Josh. Oh my God! I love Siphon Filter, dude. <laughs> Fuck this guy. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff Ross doesn't have an interest in it, but he he also breaks broke Josh's heart with that one. Uh... <laughs> How could you? So it was just an ask. Are there any other IPs that we could have that we have that we can use? And the only other IP was Siphon Filter. Ross said, but honestly, I have zero ideas on how to reboot Siphon Filter. I was not interested in that at all. It was almost like a keep them busy type of question. Hey guys, why don't you come up with something for Siphon Filter while we figure out th- what we're confident in pitching? So I don't think it was ever genuine. What? So there you go, Josh. That's uh, I, there's your siphon filter. I do, n- I do I not agree with this man at all. I do not know how to reboot siphon filter. That what? I have to reboot siphon filter. Anybody? This dude. This, I don't understand this guy. Okay, I don't. <laughs> oh, hey, man, he, man. He, he 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 just wasn't interested in it, man. You got to get somebody else to do it, I guess. He know? was. He's also wrong about his sales figures, by the way. <laughs> like they figured that out later. Um, and days I mean, gone. I mean that makes sense because Tsushima is. Josh and I both love it, so we have a little bit of a bias on it. But like, for for days gone to have sold as many as Tsushima, I don't. Yeah, I wasn't. It, I wasn't sure about those numbers. It, but it wasn't counting like freebie getaways. He used a trophy website apparently to get his stats, which makes no oh, sense. Oh really? Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, or something to that man. effect. At the same time, it's like I'm not even shitting on Days Gone. I haven't had a chance to play it with yet. I'm not but either, and I. But everybody I that's played it played seemed it. to like it. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, and honestly, I thought it kind of deserved a sequel, even with you know, even with it's not amazing. I mean, to me, I feel like that's the kind of franchise you'd invest in. Seemed like to me. Yeah, absolutely. And then you have Sam Witwer as your main guy, dude. Like, how could you not, dude? He's fucking great. Um. I know he's Man, down he to did. do another one. This guy did not have to poop on Siphon Filter. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? Josh is uh, very upset about that one. I've so. mentioned Siphon Filter several times in the past on this podcast. People know I'm a fan of it. It's a <laughs> franchise I wanted to come back. And he had a chance to do it. And he's like, I don't know how to do that. How are you in charge of a studio? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anywho. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> we can move on from that. What's next? <laughs> um, the last thing I got here is that Mario Kart Nine is reportedly in development with a new twist. Oh, does it say what the twist is? So, we're gonna check that out here. Are we gonna be in airships, submarines? So this will be the all. This will be the first Mario Kart game since Mario Kart Eight back in 2014. So it's been a while since they've released a Mario Kart game. Mm. Um, Mario Kart 8 and its upgraded Mario Kart 8 Deluxe have been huge successes for Nintendo, but it appears the successor is finally speeding toward the development finish line, according to a game industry consultant. Mario Kart 9 is in the works and will include a new twist, as if we expected anything less from Nintendo. Speaking of gamesindustry.biz, Canton Games consultant Dr. Serkin Toto gave several predictions for 2022, but one of them was more of an inside scoop than a prediction. Toto said that Mario Kart 9 is in development now and noted that Mario Kart as a brand has been relatively quiet since the mobile-only Mario Kart Tour launched a few years ago. Uh, This is a quote from uh, uh, the interview. Um, I'm aware that Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is still selling very well on Nintendo Switch, but Mario Kart 9 is in development and comes with a new twist, and Nintendo could tease it this year. 
With the Nintendo Switch already approaching its five-year anniversary, would this new game appear on the Switch, or would it come to whatever system is planned next? Like, for, you know what? Come on, no. Let's not let's not come out with another system already. Let's not do that. Don't do that. Anyway. Um. So yeah, they they don't say what the twist is, but the so the dude who Doctor Sirkin Toto, who apparently is aware of of has knowledge about this. Said that there's a new twist, but he didn't say what the twist was. So, how dare you? We'll see. I, I don't know what it could be. <laughs> what do you? What do you? What What do you think it could be? I don't know what it could be, because so, like you already kind for, of fly with like the little kite thing. Yeah, uh, examples of other games that other, that the previous games have added. You have Double Dash, which has you know introduced dual passenger vehicles. You know, like you can have two people on one car. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario Kart Seven introduced gliding. And Mario Kart 8 introduced anti-gravity, so I don't know what this new one could do. I don't, I don't really have anything I, I got like it. off the top of my head that I could be like, oh, I know, what's what, the new thing I know what it is. I know what it is. What is Mario Kart Battle Royale. Wait, it already is a thing, right? Mario Kart Battle Royale. Oh, man. <laughs> Please, no. Please don't do that. I don't know what it could be, to be honest. I'm just fucking around. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know what it could be. Maybe they're but in submarines. Maybe- I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see, I guess. I haven't played. But actually, we'll I haven't see. played a Mario Kart in a very long time. <laughs> the twist is NFTs, says Fashion. <laughs> oh, no. No. That's not funny. Block, blockchain that's, and all that. And that's bullshit, not funny man. at all. That's horrible, is <laughs> what that is. Don't put that evil on us, Ricky Bobby. That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh no no imagine no uh well we'll we'll see when we hear more about this game it'll be it'll be interesting though because yeah there hasn't been a mario kart game in a long time so we shall see i uh i have a couple news things daniel uh go for it uh we have a pokemon trailer that's a minute for legends of uh Pokemon Arceus. Legends Ar- Arceus. Yeah. Uh, so we can play that. That's a minute. Uh, so it's not very long. Yeah, go for it. Get ready to This is coming out soon, right? Like never it is. Never before. Not actual gameplay footage. Unbound by human connection. I'm gonna watch people play this before I get into it. Can happen at any time. Yeah, I'll probably do the same. It looks cool enough, but mm-hmm. honestly, it's so different. Nowadays, no, I mean, well, not even that. For me, I was just gonna say, like, for me personally, I find myself nowadays like not like able to play open world games as much anymore because it's just so much to do, man. Get ready. Like. Yeah. I both love it and hate legend. it because it's like, dude, I want to play this game and do everything on this map. But at the same time, there's so many other games to play that I cannot dedicate this much time into one game anymore like I used to, you know? Yeah. Also, this game so comes out at the end of the month. Holy shit. Yeah. So that's that's what I find myself running into nowadays. Because I used to love open world, you know, games like that, you know? But I just find, like, for me personally, I find it more difficult to uh, to play that kind of stuff nowadays, which is sad because I, I, again, I used to, that used to be my shit, dude. 
Yeah. And now I'm like, man, I have so much other stuff I need to play. <laughs> I know how you feel. The other thing that I have here is PSVR 2. So we have some info on the new PlayStation VR. Mm. Um, the new controller and whatnot. Here's what it says. First of all, they're getting a game called Horizon Call of the Mountain from Guerrilla Games. That's oh, going to yeah, be a VR that. game. I did hear about and, that. And yeah. uh, so here's what it says. It says, Happy New Year, everyone. It is my great pleasure to start off 2022 with our new with news on our next generation VR reality system for the PS5 console, starting with the official name, PlayStation VR 2, and our new VR controller, PlayStation VR 2 Sense Controller. PlayStation VR 2 takes VR gaming to a whole new level, enabling a greater sense of presence, allowing players to escape into game worlds like never before. With the headset on and controllers in hand, players will feel a heightened range of sensations unlike any other, thanks to the creativity of the game worlds being built by our world-class developers and the latest yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, I'm trying to sell you on this. Building upon our new innovations from PS5, PSVR 2 adds a, a true next-gen experience with high-fidelity visuals, new sensory features, and enhanced tracking, along with simplified single-cord setup. Uh, so, visual fidelity for... Uh, for a high fidelity visual experience, PSVR 2 offers 4K HDR, uh, 110 degree field of view, and foveated rendering. With an OLED display, players can expect a display resolution of 2000 by 2040 per eye and smooth frame rates of 90 to 120 hertz. Headset based controller tracking <clears throat> with inside out tracking, PS2 VR, or sorry, PSVR 2. <laughs> God damn it. Tracks you and your controller uh, through integrated cameras embedded in the VR headset. Your movements and the direction you look at are reflected in-game without the need for an external camera. So you don't need a camera. It'll, it'll just do it. Uh, new sensory features combines eye-tracking, headset feedback, 3D audio, and the innovative PSVR 2 Sense controller to create an incredibly deep feeling of immersion. Headset feedback is a new sensory feature that amplifies the sensation of in-game actions from the player. It's created by a single built-in motor with vibrations that add intelligent, tactile element, bringing players closer to the gameplay experience. For, for example, gamers can feel the character's elevated pulse during tense moments, the rush of objects passing close to the character's head, or the thrust of a vehicle as the character speeds forward. Oh god, Daniel. When a, when a character gets its head ripped off, we're going to know what it feels like. I hope not. <laughs> I'm just well, kidding. shit. I'm just joking. Um, but it is a little well, weird to have, hell. like, vibrating technology in this helmet on your fucking head. Uh, additionally, PS5's Tempest 3D audio tech makes the sound of the player's surroundings come alive, adding to this new level, to this new level of immersion. Eye tracking. With eye tracking, PSVR 2 detects the motion of your eyes, so a simple look in a specific direction can create an additional input for the game character. This allows players to interact more intuitively in new and lifelike ways, allowing for a heightened emotional response and enhanced expression that provides a new level of realism in gaming. All of these new advancements in PSVR 2 combined with the haptic feedback and adaptive triggers from the PSVR 2 Sense controllers enable players to feel and interact with games in a much more visceral way. Buzzword. PSVR 2 will also have a simple setup process with a single cable connected directly to the PS5. You can immediately jump into the VR experience. Honestly, that's the most exciting thing to me because my nephew has a, a PSVR, the old one, 
And you had to like mm-hmm. hook in like four different cables and like the controllers and headset and all that, and it was just a fucking mess. Uh, so I'm glad they simplified that. That's good. Uh, today we're pleased to also reveal that one of the biggest exclusive franchises in PlayStation will be coming to PSVR 2, Horizon Call of the Mountain from Gorilla and Fire Sprite. So that's the VR Horizon game that will be coming uh, with that. Do they have a photo of this PSVR stuff? PSVR 2 hmm. c- controller, headset, anything? Any photos? Uh, well, they have a new controller. The new controller has a look. But I think we already knew what it looked like. Is this is? Yeah, we already knew what this looked like. Okay. We can move on, Daniel. I don't think I have anything else. <laughs> if you would like so. So... You can move on to the TV news if you're good. Yeah, that's, I'm good. That's go. all I had for... Alright, moving on. So. TV news. We have the Fallout series at Amazon finds showrunners and Jonathan Nolan is set to direct. So the Fallout TV series is in, in the works at Amazon is beginning to take shape. Uh, Geneva Robertson Dorrit and Graham w- Wagner are now attached to serve as co-show runners in the video game ad- adaptation. In addition, Jonathan Nolan will direct the first episode of the series. Nolan and Lisa Joe were previously unannounced as executive producers on the project under Kilter Films Manor. Robertson Dorrit is best known for her work on the screenplays for the 2018 Tomb Raider starring Alicia Vikander and the 2019 film Captain Marvel. Wagner's past credits include Silicon Valley, Portlandia, Baskets, and The Office. The Fallout series was first announced being in the works in July 2020. Uh, this, this series hails from Amazon Studios and Kilter Films in association with the game producers Bethesda Game Studios and Bethesda Softworks. So that's the information that we have on that. They're, they're moving ahead with the show essentially um cool. it's not it's not just an announcement of that they're doing it but they have showrunners and and it's starting to take shape yeah and uh, I, I, I admittingly it, am not like the biggest fallout fan but i like it enough where i'm interested to see like anytime yeah. somebody plays a fallout game i'll watch them play it or like now that like i played i played a couple fallout games myself but i've never really been super into them for whatever reason um, but anyway, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested enough to see, um, you know, how they do a TV show for Fallout. So I, I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll at least give this a shot and check it out. You know, yeah. I want, I want video game adaptations for movies and TV shows to do good. You know, so we can get other good stuff. So I'll definitely check this out and support it when it comes out. So yeah. yeah. Well, the good thing is they have Jonathan Nolan, who is. Uh... I think a gamer, right? And did and he didn't he and Lisa Joy do Westworld? Aren't that isn't that the is that the end? Yes, he he did he he, <sighs> he did they did Westworld, yeah. So first I of, think they got the right people. Westworld, yeah. Um, and then and then I like uh, you know some of the uh, the the credits of the showrunners like uh, like Rob you know Geneva Robinson Dore she she did work on Tomb Raider and, and Captain Marvel which I think those are both good movies so yeah I like that 
And then Wagner, you know, I, I haven't seen Silicon Valley or Portlandia or Baskets, which all of those seem like comedies, but he did work on The Office as well. So, and I like The Office. So, yeah, all this sounds good to me so far. Yeah, uh, it seems like they got the right people. Uh, I'm not super. I, I like I like Fallout enough that I will I will I'll check this out when it comes out. So. Yeah, I, I'm just curious what they're gonna like. Are they gonna follow some of the games, or are they gonna like do their own, you know, story in Fallout? Because as we know, there's a bunch of different, you know, things they could do with Fallout. But yeah. Anyway, I'm curious. We'll see. What, we'll, see what, we'll see. We'll see what they come up with, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Next up, we have. Uh, a premiere date for The Boys Season 3, finally. Ooh. And we have some footage. They have a first look, if you want to check that out. Sure. Um, but before we check that out, or if you want to check that out first, we can go ahead and do that. It's 45 seconds, so let's check this out first, and then we can read that. All right. Let's do it. I assume this is it. This is Season 3, first look at the bottom. Yes. All right. You want to count us down? Yeah, let's do that. All right. Three, two, one, play. So we got Homelander and Starlight here. He's have, he has this creepy-ass smile, because of course he does. Nope, smile's gone. The boy, season three, June third, twenty twenty-two. That's when. Uh, well, that was really quick. That was That's really short. Look. I was expecting half, more. Half of the, I was too. You know, but only half of the fucking forty-second video was actually the boys. All right, well. So yeah, the eagle. You got the you got the premiere date. So Friday, June third, we're getting three episodes because Amazon does a thing where they drop the first three on the first day and then there's That's one right. a week after that. So June third, we get three episodes. And then each week after that, we'll get one until the season finale on July 8th. Which I have already put that in our calendar, I believe. Uh, so that'll be, that'll be good. Um, I'm excited for the boys season three. I liked one and two quite a bit. Yeah, me too. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm excited. We're getting new characters in this new season. I'm curious to meet them because I haven't read the co- I haven't read the comics or anything like that. So I'm just going along this ride, man, because I don't you know I don't know much about this you know this world apart from what we've seen in the show. So and I, but I like that. So I'm I'm here for it. I can't wait. Summertime, we have some superhero stuff to watch. Hell yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed the the boys last season, so I can't wait for this next season. Um, yeah. Hell yeah! All right. Next thing I have here. There's a Scott Pilgrim anime series in development over at Netflix. Um. I like Scott Pilgrim. I read the book. I watched the movie. So, I am looking forward to seeing what this is going to be all about. Um, because 
it's going to be done by Netflix. Um, so, Variety is is uh, confirmed with their sources that a Scott Pilgrim anime series is in the works. Um, Brian Lee O'Malley, who created the Scott Pilgrim graphic novel series, would write and executive produce the anime version along with Ben David Grabinski. The pair would also serve as show co-showrunners. Science Saru would provide the animation. Um, Edgar Wright, who was behind the movie, uh, would executive produce. Um, and yeah, there isn't really a whole lot of other information in here other than like, you know, the the names of the other executive producers. And then they talk about uh, the people that worked on the movie, like Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Ramona and Michael Sarah's God himself and all the many other names of people. But I don't know if it doesn't say if any of them are coming back for this or, you know, who's what, you know, what's going on at all. So I don't know. But they do say this is the latest Netflix anime project to be announced in recent years. The other properties they've announced anime for are The Terminator, Spinner Cell, Far Cry, and Army of the Dead. That is a lot of anime for a lot of different franchises and, and, and you know, uh, projects, so. Very interesting. Out of all of those, Josh, which one seems the most interesting to you? And keep in mind, these are all anime projects that they're working on. Uh, the Terminator. Mm. That one does seem really... It could be like to be a depending on how they do it, it could be a great anime, yeah. So, I'm probably so, with you on that one. Sorry, I didn't say much during this. I'm not a Scott Pilgrim dude, I haven't seen the movie, I haven't read the books. Gotcha. Um, yeah, oh, well, that's why I threw out the question at the end there. Which one are you looking forward <laughs> to the most? There you go. <laughs> uh, I like the movie, I, I think it's good. Um, yeah, I just haven't seen anyway. it. I need to check it out at some point. Yeah, it's fun, it's fun. There's a lot of names in that movie, too. Like, you'll see, like, Brie Larson, Chris Evans. There's a bunch of people in it. Anyway. On to the movie news! Uh, Josh Hartnett is joining Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer, which already has a stacked-ass cast. We've been talking about this movie anytime there's news about it. And, uh... Boy, oh boy. Does this cast continue to get stacked? So... Josh Hartnett signed up to join the cast of the Universal Tent Pole. He joins the A-list cast that already includes Emily Blunt, Matt Damon, Robert Downey Jr., Florence Pugh, Rami Malek, and Killian Murphy. So, uh, the sign. This is obviously about J. Robert Oppenheimer. You know the the Manhattan Project, Atomic, atomic Bomb. You know all that stuff. It's going to be coming out on. Or next year in July, July twenty first, twenty twenty three, which is the usual summer time slot for uh, Christopher Nolan movies in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are no uh, there are no details about who Hartnett will be playing at this time. But uh, yeah, Josh Hartnett's. Uh, I feel like he hasn't been around on a whole lot of stuff in a while. Like I'm, I, I think I he took a break. Him. I want to say, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Like when I when I think of when I think of Josh Hartnett, I always think of like Pearl Harbor, 
which is not a great movie, but that's what I th- he always comes to mind for me in that one. And then Black Hawk Down. Uh, for me, I always think of Lucky Number Eleven. I don't know if mm. you've ever seen Lucky Number Eleven, but I, I actually I always have. think of that. I always think of that movie with him for some reason. Um, oh, that's true. Loki did say he was in Penny Driffle, which I have watched as well. He was in that. He was pretty yeah. good in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, cool for him to kind of, I guess, come back. He hasn't done like a lot of whole pro- high profile shit lately. Uh, not lately so huh this this seems like the big thing for his yeah uh, comeback which is cool i always i always kind of liked him and stuff um yeah i mean I, yeah i never like he's just been gone for so long i'm like man yeah. what's he what's he been in anyway yeah because like yeah i don't really see i'm like looking through his like I was looking at his IMDb. Yeah. Like, <laughs> IMDb talking. and I'm like, yo, what is he? He hasn't been in like he's been in like smaller stuff, yeah, for a long for a long time. Anyway. He kinda took a break for a few years too, for several things. Like he didn't have anything from twenty eleven to twenty fourteen. Uh anyway. That's cool. Uh, Oppenheimer has a stacked cast, so I'm I'm definitely looking. It's definitely I'll definitely on the be list. interested in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. I still need to check out uh Tenet. I haven't seen it yet. I was I was wanting yeah. to check it out. I might check that out here within the next couple weeks, just so I can say that I've seen it. Um, and I like the cast. I mean, you know, it's got like Robert Pattinson and uh, you know, Denzel's son, John David Washington. So. Yeah. Definitely curious to check it out. Um, next up, Morbius has been delayed by three months. <laughs> that is um quite a big delay. delay. <laughs> yeah, especially I'm, when it's like so, it's fixing to come out. No, three months. So it was supposed to come out at the end of this month on January 29th, and it will now be debuting on april 1st 2022 which then i was like when i first saw that i was like yo is it coming out on april fool's day because this movie's a joke <laughs> <laughs> you know i just i said it jokingly you know but like to like i I'm, I'm joking around about it but honestly i i i'm hoping that this is a decent movie like i i, I wanted to do good you know um i don't because it has connections to like you know mcu stuff like as we as we know from Spider Verse, there's some, or not Spider Verse from uh, No Way Home. That uh, there there is definitely some some stuff going on, and then we've seen in the trailers. If you guys have seen any of the trailers from Morbius, that uh, one Mr. Michael Keaton appears in in this movie as well. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I mean, I I I don't know what to expect from this, and this movie might be awful. It could surprise me and, and be good though. I kind of hope it's the latter though. I want it. I want it to be at least decent, you know. I want it to be watchable. <laughs> That's kind of like the general feeling. But here's the thing: I'm not a Leto guy. I don't understand his appeal. Uh, I don't really like him. He seems like a douche. Um, so uh, I don't want the I don't want the movie to suck because there's a lot of people that worked on this movie. But 
Uh, he's a he's a bit of a weirdo. Bit of a weirdo is what he seems like. I don't, I, you know, I've never met him in person or anything, so I don't know what he's like for real. But just based off stuff you hear, like he seems like a like a weird guy. But you know, yeah. he's a fucking he's a fucking musician, artist, whatever, man. He's just bound to be weird, um, in some ways. But uh, yeah, um, I don't know. I I I just want the movie to be all right. He he wasn't he wasn't the new Blade Runner too, and I was like, man, this scene is going on a little going on a little too long. I think the one for like his introduction scene or whatever. What's funny? He's not in there very long in that movie. He's not in that movie very long. No, he's only in there. I don't want to spoil the movie if anybody hasn't seen it, but he's only in there for like a little bit. Yeah, but anyway, he's definitely not um, the focus. Uh, uh, yeah. So I don't know. I I want the movie to be decent. Uh, yeah. But it's getting pushed back by quite a bit. That's that's kind of nuts. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to the next thing. Uh, Pixar's turning red and is headed straight to Disney Plus amid Omicron surge. So it will be skipping theaters and open exclusively on the streaming platform in early March. It will bypass the theatrical release and instead launch exclusively on the streaming service March 11th. It had been previously set to hit the big screen on that date. Um, Disney said in a statement, uh, given the delayed box office recovery, particularly for family films, flexibility remains at the core of our distribution decisions as we prioritize delivering the unparalleled content of the Walt Disney Company to audiences around the world. Um... It will be released theatrically in international markets where Disney Plus is not yet available, with premiere dates to be announced. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I know we've watched some of the trailers here in the past, and I know Josh was like, oh, "This movie seems kind of weird," and it does seem kind of weird. But it's a Pixar movie. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely uh, I'm definitely gonna gonna want to watch it as soon as it comes out because uh, you know I like yeah. Pixar. Sounds good. I like them too. Yeah. I'll check it out. I watched some weird shit anyway, so <laughs> why not? Yeah. I then like, you know, Soul was on Soul and Luca were also on Disney Plus too. So makes sense that this one would also be there. Alright. And then to end our Movie news for the day. Uh, ben Affleck talks about how filming Justice League was the worst experience. Oof. So he will reprise his role as Batman in the upcoming The Flash film, but he was interviewing with the LA Times talking about uh, his recent past, and he discussed that the 2017 announcement that he would no longer direct the Batman uh the new you know which is which is now turned into the movie with Matt Reeves directing with Pat Robert Panson um he said directing Batman is a good example I looked at it and thought I'm not going to be happy doing this the person who does this should love it you're supposed to always want these things and I probably would have loved doing it at 32 or something but it was at the point where I started to realize it's not worth it. It's just a wonderful benefit of re reorienting and recalibrating your priorities. 
that once it started being more about the experience, I felt more at ease. He went to go. Talk, he went to continue about the the 2017 Justice League, uh, listing reasons why it was difficult to shoot, and he cited, uh, you know, uh, Zack Snyder exiting the movie, you know, after the death of his daughter, and then uh, Josh Josh Whedon, who uh, Affleck did not mention by name in the new interview, replaced Snyder. Uh, he said it was that was a bad experience because of the confluence of things. My own life, my divorce, being away too much, the competing agendas, and then Zach's personal tragedy and then reshooting it. It was just the worst experience. It was awful. It was everything that I didn't like about this. That became the moment where I said, I'm not doing this anymore. It's it's not even about like Justice League was so bad because it could have been anything. But it basically he loved portraying Batman, but he was hit with one problem after another, and it led him to feel kind of burned out. Yeah. So that's pretty much the, the gist of it. Which you know, which is kind of a shame because like he, I, there was also another interview recently where he was, or it may have been the same one, but he was talking about like how he finally figured out how to play Batman in the new Flash movie, mm-hmm. and how some of his favorite scenes he did as Batman are in the Flash movie. So it's like that's kind of a shame that he may not be playing the character anymore. You know. Yeah, because yeah, I I actually like Backfleck, you know, and this is coming from somebody that like when he was first cast to be announced in BBS, I was like Van Affleck, he would have never been my choice to play Batman. But then I saw the trailers for that movie and I was converted, man. Like I was like, yo, this guy, this guy is it, dude. And uh, I like his Batman. He's not my favorite Batman, but I liked his interpretation of the character, and I was. Um, wanting to see more of him and Cavill, like I, I want, I want to see Henry Cavill continue to play Superman, just like I want to continue to see Ben Affleck play fucking uh, Batman. You know, like we we have we have multiple Batman now. We have Michael Keaton coming back as well, and we have Robert Pattinson playing the Batman. I don't I, like. I don't think people are gonna be dumb enough. To like confuse all the stuff that's going on, especially now, like in er- in all superhero, we're in the era right now of superhero movies and shows and stuff. Where we're getting multiverse shit. Marvel has already done it. DC is going to be doing it here, so I don't understand why we can't have all these Batman in live action and have it be confusing. Yeah. Like the thing of like not trusting people to to like separate stuff is that that should that should be over, dude. Because there was a time where you you could you couldn't even have one Batman on TV and one on, you know, fucking the movies. Because like you know, all, just I guess they thought people would get confused about the two, which is so dumb. Because you know we have we've had the Flash in the movies and the Flash in the TV show. But anyway, I think all of these Batman can coexist. I want to have Batfleck, Robert Pattinson, and fucking Michael Keaton all, all together, dude. Like, why why can't we have all these all these guys playing the same character at the same time? You know, like they're all, they're all different stories. It's not like they're like they're connecting. Some of them are, but not all of them have to. You know, yeah. I like this whole thing of like, here's the Joker, have it be its own thing. Here's the Batman, have it be its own thing, not connected to the DCEU. Now that being said, I do want them to continue the DCEU as well, because I was a fan of the Snyder Cut. And I want to see that kind of universe continue as well. 
But I also want to. I also like seeing side stories like the Joker and the Batman, and you know, we're getting Batgirl and Blue Beetle and all this other shit. You know, like I don't know which ones are connected and which ones are not, but just make good movies, man. Like just make good I'm, stuff and you figure out how to connect them later. I'm like the person that feels like the shit doesn't need to be connected. It's comic book stuff. No, not all comic be. books are connected. Like they they no. have side stories, different stories, what if stories going all the fucking time. Uh, We've had. You said years of comic books, different runs of different, you know, of of the same character that's been done multiple times. Why can't we do why, that in movies? And shows? Why limit yourself? All you're limiting is your pocketbook. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you could have multiple movies with different stars as different roles, and people will go see it because it's those characters, and they want to see that portrayal. Right? You're just limiting yourself to your money making. It's kind of weird. Like everybody wants to do these gigantic shared universes, and look, that is fine and fun sometimes, especially with Marvel and everything that it's done with its phases over the years. But like, it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. I, when I go see a movie, it's a movie. It should have its own story that I could come in and pick it up. Um, and com- I feel like comics are kind of like the same. Like, if I go to the random bookstore, if I go to the comic shop, look in the dollar bin at, for a comic and just pick one out. I'm not going to know what that particular comic is connected to and what universe and what's happened and what's not. You know what I mean? So, like, I feel like that's the same thing. Also, thank you, Plasma, for the raid. Stingers up, Raiders. Sorry we were talking before. <laughs> thank you. But thank you so much, guys, for, for hanging out with us while we chat uh, about these things. Um, so, hello, and thank you. Um, hello, hello. But, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, if I go to the comic yeah. shop, pick up a random comic book... It, I don't know though, unless you have encyclopedic knowledge, which I definitely do not of any comic book. I have, I I have a random Nightwing comic I got for a buck out of the bin because I like fucking Nightwing, and yeah. I don't know what story was connected to, but I was able to pick it up and flip through it and and not be completely lost on it. I feel like you could do that with movies, and I feel like when you get stuck in this mindset of we need this whole one big mega universe where everything is connected, everything has to make sense. Fucking why? Why does it have to do that? Like, I'm going to go see it anyway. Just make the story good. Make the characters good. Yeah. Connect it later. Like Daniel said, if you really want to connect it to something, yeah, if connect it later. you really want to do it, worry, worry about it later. Just worry about making a good product first before mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's, that's, uh... And you can still because... even do the, you can still even do the connected shit. Like, who cares? Because here's the thing. If you make it good, people will want to see more of it. You know what I mean? Like, come on now. Just focus on making a good thing, and then if if it is good, then people will want more of it. Like, just like it does. It, I'm I'm sure it's it's easier said than done, but at the same time, it's like, come on, man, just use your use your brains, guys. Yeah. People who are in charge of this shit, like, come on now. But anyway. That was a good little, good little, little chat about the, you know, DC and the whole having multiverses and all that. Because listen, I'm a huge DC guy. I know Josh is too. We're both huge DC guys. Yeah. And it kind of pains me that we don't have a whole lot of, like, the DC stuff should be as good, if not better, than the Marvel stuff. And unfortunately, it has not been. It's we're we're we've been getting stuff here and there. You know, but Marvel is just this well-oiled machine that has been doing this constantly since 2008. 
And even before that, I mean, I guess, you know, if you want to count the Toby movies, Toby Spider-Man movies and the X-Men movies and all that stuff. Which, you know, DC has done that as well. But, like, if we're counting, like, just the universe stuff, then, yeah, they've been doing this since 2008. So they've been doing this for a while. DC tried to catch up by doing the the team-up movies first and then the solo movies, which we definitely, I mean, it failed. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't catch up by trying to skip stuff, you know? So, um, anyway. The whole point of this, what I'm trying to get at is I want DC to, to do better because they should be doing better. Step up. And, and I want to see them do more stuff because there's so much stuff they haven't done yet that they could do. And, I, I mean, come on, guys. We're, I'm, we're waiting here, man. I'm waiting. Mayor. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's make it happen. All right. Anyway, that is it for our movie news, man. That's it. I think we're going to take a break because I need one really yeah. bad. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I can use a break as well. It's fine. Uh, I'll put some music on. I'm gonna run some ads to turn off the pre rolls. I'll probably order some food. And when I when we come back, I may be standing. I'll just be honest with you guys. I may set the camera up and I may be standing because I'm having some back pain that's killing me. Um, and sitting down is is making it worse. So if I come back and it's a weird angle, it's just because I'm standing up and I have the camera <laughs> angled. So don't go anywhere or do go somewhere and go to the restroom and get your drinks, whatever, snacks, food, whatever you need. And we'll be right back after this. I'll put some music on for you guys. And we will come right back. And get ready, because we will have the game shows and movies preview for the year coming up. That is the wrong button. There's the right button. We are... Back, ladies and gentlemen. Let me turn the music off because I forgot to. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> there we go. Hello. We are back. Howdy. Howdy. We are at the we are at the preview part of the show now, everybody. We so, are. We're in the main part. We are previewing again the games, shows, and movies of the year. So we're gonna be doing them in order like that. So we're gonna do games first, then shows, and then movies. So. We're going to be going month by month. And keep in mind that there are some stuff that um, we'll be talking about that is unannounced yet in terms of like uh, specific dates or, or at least a month. So there's, there's a lot of stuff that's TBA. And another thing to keep in mind is that um, so at the time of that we're doing this podcast, it is January 10th. So if you're watching this later or maybe even after, you know, whatever, anytime after this and something's changed dates, then just keep that in mind that by the time we did this uh, stuff was the way that it is now. So if it changes it after this, you know, it is what it is. Stuff, stuff changes and moves and, and gets delayed and pushed forward all the time. So keep that in mind. Okay. All right, we we good to uh to start We're it good. off there, Josh. We're good. Right. Anybody wondering? I took Tylenol. We're good to roll. <laughs> so right. if you see me moving a lot, let's do it. So we're gonna be doing the games today or, or today right now. We're starting off with the games. So I'm gonna skip the days that have already happened this month because. Gotcha. 
you know, it's already out. They're already out, obviously. Which I guess is only one thing on this list that I have. So we'll let's go ahead and start this off then. So January 2022 video game release date. So we have Monster Hunter Rise coming to PC on the 12th. Uh, Astroneer on the 13th for the Switch. God of War coming to PC on the 14th. Shadow Man Remastered coming to the Switch on January 17th. Nobody Saves the World coming to Xbox Series X and S. One, one PC on the 18th. River City Girls coming to PS5 on January 18th. Uh, Paparazzi is coming on the 20th on all the Xboxes. All the current Xboxes and PC. Uh... Microsoft Rainbow Six Extraction coming on coming to PS5, Xbox X and S, PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC on the 20th. Windjammers 2 on PS5, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC, Stadia on the 20th. Baby Storm on the Switch on the 21st. Circuit Superstars coming in the 27th for PS4. Pokemon Legends Arceus on the Switch on the 28th. And the Uncharted Legacy of Thieves collection coming on PS5 and PC on the 28th. So, out of everything coming out this month, Josh, anything come uh, anything appeal to you, or is this a skippable month for you? Uh, God of War PC. I want to see uh, how it holds up as a port uh, onto the PC, because I think that's very important, especially if we're getting more Sony and PlayStation stuff on the PC uh, that were exclusive before. Uh, I'm not really interested in Rainbow Six. Uh, I'm kind of interested in the Pokemon Legends, but I'm going to watch people play it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of it. Like, the Uncharted thing's neat, but it doesn't have, like, the... I think it, I think it only has, like, a couple of the games in it, right? It's not, like, all of them, so... Um, yeah, that's kind of it for me. How about you? Um... Yeah, I would say Pokemon Legends Arceus is probably the most interesting thing here, because I've I've already played God of War on PS4, so I mean that I don't you know, I already played the game myself, so I'm good on that. Uh, hopefully, I mean hopefully the 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 port is good, you know, for I guess yeah. those who haven't played it, but like for me, I already played the game when it originally came out, so I'm good. Paparazzi seems like <laughs> seems like it could be a fun little little game. Um. So that that could be that that could be a, a neat little little thing. Um. Other than that, though, yeah, I mean, I already have some of the other stuff like Deep Rock Galactic because I already have on PC. Astroneer, I don't have yet, but I know it's on PC, so I can get it at any time. This is just coming out for the Switch. Um. Some of this other stuff, though, yeah, I don't. It doesn't really like. Nothing really jumps out at me that i'm like oh wow you know yeah rainbow six rainbow six maybe but like i'll have to that one will be one that if i ever try it out it'll be like on a sale or something like i'm not getting yeah. that like right away you know you know how i feel about that yeah yeah but yeah no this is it's a bit of a weaker month for me honestly i probably will at some point being the most interesting. i'll definitely check out uh I definitely need to check out people playing Pokemon though. That that'll be that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. To watch at least. I'm I'm very interested in that game just because it's different. You know, it's different from what your usual Pokemon's is. But 
Um, so I'm curious to how it'll do. All right. And I, I will, yeah. Loki, I want to get back to streaming this year, and I know you already hooked me up with Plague Tale, so I, I'll probably clear it at some point, and probably will stream it. I want to get back into it. Uh, what do we have next, Daniel, my friend? Um, Other than my February. Crippling, crippling back pain. <laughs> so we have February. Life is Strange, the remastered collection for PS5, Xbox X, and S. PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on February 1st. The Waylanders coming to PC on February 2nd. Dying Light 2, Stay Human for pretty much every current and last-gen consoles. Coming on the 4th. Oli Oli World, also coming to everything current and last-gen on February 8th. Sifu coming on February 8th, PS5, PS4, and PC. Crossfire X coming to the Xbox X and S and 1 on the 10th. Edge of Eternity, PS5, PS4, Xbox X, S, and 1 on the 10th. Also on the 10th, No By Heart coming on the PC. Lost Ark coming to PC on February 11th. Dynasty Warriors 9 Empires on all current and last-gen systems, along with PC and Stadia. Uh, Rumbleverse coming to PS5, XS, PS4, Xbox One, and PC on the 15th. The King of Fighters 15 coming to PS5, PS4, X, Xbox, XS, and PC on the 17th. Total War Warhammer 3 coming to PC on February 17th. Horizon Forbidden West coming to PS5 and PS4 on the 18th. Destiny 2 The Witch Queen coming to PS5, XS, PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC on the 22nd. Monarch coming to PS5, uh, PS4, Switch, and PC on the 22nd of February. And then Edge of Eternity, which is a game that I mentioned a couple spots above, is coming to Switch later that month on the 23rd. Martha is Dead, PS5, Xbox, XS, 4, 1, and PC on the 24th. And then to end the month on the 25th, we have Elden Ring and Grid Legends, both coming out on last-gen and current-gen systems. And so, PC, of course. February is pretty stacked when I look at it. I uh I op I opened the tab of everything that I was interested in, and I have quite a few tabs open, uh, here. So for February for me, mm -hmm. I'm interested in the Waylanders because that's made by some former Bioware people, and it was a Kickstarter game. Um, so interested in that. Uh, Dying Light Two, Stay Human. I'm interested in. Uh. Sifu, I'm super interested in. Uh, Edge of Eternity is kind of inspired by Final Fantasy, and I've actually followed it for quite a while, so I'm super interested in that. Um, Lost Ark, I played a little bit of, like an early test, and I'm kind of, I want to see, I want to play more of that. It was fun, and I think Daniel would like that. I think you would like it as well, Daniel. Lost Ark, um, I've seen, I've seen uh, people play it, yeah. Uh, Total War Warhammer 3! Uh, super interested in. I have the first two. I own the DLC for quite a few of them. 
And this will be like the end of... I think the original plan for Total War Warhammer was three games. And this will be the final in that three games. Horizon Forbidden West I'm into. I need to play the first one and complete it. But I am interested in the second one. Uh, and then uh, Elden Ring. I'm obviously super interested in Elden Ring. So that's that's what's on my list out of that that I'm interested in. I know it was quite a bit. It wasn't yeah. just one game for me. But, yeah, uh, that's all good. For me, you? I would say uh, Dying Light 2 Stay Human, even though I haven't played the first one. Uh, I, I believe we both have it now, though, right? Yeah, we're going to play it at some point. Both have sure. Dying Light. The first one, we'll do, be doing a co-op run of that. That'll be fun. Sifu, I'm interested in. Uh, Lost Ark, I'm slightly interested in. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Obviously, the first one was my game of the year for 2017, so I'm excited to play the second one. Um, even though I don't, I, I I get the feeling maybe it's on some point I'll probably play this Destiny Two expansion because I got friends that play it and maybe you know, maybe I'll I'll end up getting that at some point. We'll see. Um, but other than that, I think that's it for me. I, there isn't like I think the biggest thing for me this month is probably Horizon Forbidden West and then Sifu. I'm not. You guys know I'm not really into the Elden Ring. I, I, I'll. I'm good on that. Um, but yeah, that's 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 February. I'm glad a Crossfire X is coming out so I could stop seeing fucking ads for it like it's some new thing. It's not. <laughs> uh, and I don't give a single shit about it. Uh, all right, we can move on to March. All right, March. So we have Elix Two. For PS5, Xbox X and S, PS4, Xbox One, and PC coming on March 1st. Also on March 1st, Pathfinder, Wrath of the Righteous coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Babylon's Fall coming to PS5, PS4, and PC on the 3rd. Gran Turismo 7 on PS5 and PS4 on March 4th. Triangle Strategy coming to the Switch on March 4th. Spellforce 3 Reforced, PS5, Xbox X and S, PS4, and Xbox One on March 8th. Chocobo GP coming to the Switch on uh, March 10th. Oh, man. Phantom Breaker Omnia, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on the 15th. Uh, on March 16th, we have Tunic, which is like the little, you know, Fox Zelda game coming to Xbox X, S, One, and PC. Persona 4 Area Arena Ultimax, PS4, Switch, and PC on the 17th. Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, PS5, Xbox X and S, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC coming on March 18th. Uh, Rune Factory 5. Coming to the Switch on March 22nd. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands coming to PS5, Xbox X and S, PS4, Xbox One, and PC on the 25th. Starship Troopers Terran Command coming to PC on the 31st. And also on the 31st to end the month, Weird West coming to PS5, Xbox X and S, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. So that is all for the March or for the month of March. What do you what do you see there, Josh? 
Alright, I have Elix 2. Super interested in it. I was playing the first one a little bit. I need to go back and complete it, but I uh, I am super interested in it. Uh, triangle Strategy. Uh, I don't know if this is actually going to come out in March, because uh, I feel like... Didn't they say they were going to give this thing an actual name and it wasn't going to be called Triangle Strategy? I don't know. It's weird. Um, but it is on my mm. list, because I played the demo for it. Uh, do you remember... Like, I think it was a Summer Game Fest thing like two years ago or something at this point. I I remember seeing it. Yeah, yeah, I remember seeing it. It looked it looked pretty neat. Like I like my uh, favorite thing about it was the art style. Yeah, it's it's Fire Emblem, but like uh uh like it's 3D kind of oh god, what's that other game that's on Switch? Kind of I can't think of what's what it's called. Uh, uh I know the one you're sprint. thinking of. Is it called uh Octopath Travel. Don Octopath. That's what it was. Yeah, that's it. I remember yes, it. it came to me. Uh so super interested in this. Yeah. Um, so that's on my list because I played the demo and liked it. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. I'm not. I wasn't super into the last Borderlands game, but Tiny Tina's looks fun, and this is very D and D inspired. So, uh, could be could be up my alley. So it's on the list. Um, Starship Troopers Terran Command. I love strategy games. I love Starship Troopers. What could go wrong? You know, I'm gonna. I'm, I want. We've we've been following this game for a little bit, so I definitely want to yeah. check it out. Um, at some yeah, point. Yeah. And Weird West looks cool. We've seen a lot of trailers for this, and it looks really neat. So I definitely want to check it out as well. So that's where my list ends. All right. So for me, I would say, uh, Tunic looks pretty fun. I I would give that a shot. Um, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands again. I'm with Josh. Like I haven't played Borderlands three, but everything I've seen about it is just like I don't I don't know about that. Uh, I don't. If I ever play Borderlands three, it'll just because it'll be just because I'm playing it with friends. But it doesn't really look as good as the other ones. Uh, but Tiny Tina's Wonderlands looks fun. It looks good. Like uh, you know, I like the D and D stuff and just the different uh, different take on on the on the Borderlands verse. Um, so that'll. That should be at least a fun little time. Uh, Starship Troopers Terran Command. Yeah, like Josh said, we've been keeping an eye on that one for a hot minute. Um, yeah. Uh, and then Weird West looks like a good time, too, as well. That, that game, I know we've been, uh, like Josh was saying, we've been keeping an eye on that one. Uh for sure. So that that is that is my list for uh for March. Fewer ones this time, but yeah, there's, there's some there's some there's still some stuff in here that looks good. So yeah, again yeah. for me, I got Tunic, Tiny Tina's Wonderland, Starship Troopers, and Weird West. Hell yeah, solid. Now we're starting to get into the months where there is not a whole lot because stuff is just. To be to be determined, you know, to be announced. So I'm gonna go through these quickly. April we have 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim coming to the Switch on April 12th, and also uh, Stalker 2: Heart of Chernobyl. Heart of Chernobyl coming to Xbox XS and PC on the 28th. So I think I know which one Josh is looking forward to out of those yeah. two. <laughs> Yeah, it's totally third. No, I mean, uh, Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl. Um, April looks like a dead month, man. Not a lot there, huh? That's going to be a catch-up month. 
Right now, yeah, right now, because there's a bunch of stuff coming uh, in the un you know unannounced stuff that maybe will slot in there. But yeah, for now I, that's I really, that's what it's looking like. I really don't know what would and and be honest with you, even Stalker could get delayed. So, um, uh, but yeah, as of right this this moment, as of this date, Stalker Two Hard Snowball looks really cool. And they actually listen to their fans about the NFT thing, so that makes me want to buy it more, because <laughs> they actually listened. Uh, I assume same for you, Stalker. Oh yeah, I mean I haven't played any of those Stalker games, but I, if we're going amongst these two, then yeah, Stalker is the more interesting one. All right. All right. Moving on to May, we have Vampire: The Masquerade Swan Song coming to PS5, Xbox XS, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on the nineteenth. May 20th, Sons of the Forest, coming to PC. May 24th, Forspoken, coming to PS5 and PC. So, Josh, what do you uh Oh, bro, you, you know, you know, Sons <laughs> of the Forest. Do. You know what it gonna be. You know what we'll be doing come May. It'll be Sons yeah. of the Forest all the time. We'll go 60 hours, just like Zomboid. All the time. Uh, we were addicted to the original forest. Like that's, the, if you look at any of the clips on my channel, the odds are they're fucking forest clips of Baba screaming as we played the forest. Yes, so. there's there's an entire compilation of shit. Uh huh. Uh, so yeah, that's it for me on out of May. Out of all the games on there, that one is the one. Like, I'm not too interested in Forspoken or that Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song thing. To be honest, how about you? All right. So for me, I am interested in Sons of the Forest and Forspoken. Those obviously, Sons of the Forest is going to be a hell of a fun time with friends and all of us that we play that. That's going to be a fun multiplayer game. And then Forspoken looks like a fun uh, single player game. So I don't have a PS5, uh, but I do have a PC. So maybe I'll get it for that. But one thing that's going to deter me from playing this game is this is one of those seventy dollar games. Ugh. So that's I might not I'm not gonna get that at launch I don't think because that is a lot of money dude who whose idea was it to make games seventy dollars dude this is I don't this know some bullshit and I'm very curious that if if as that probably becomes the more norm how many more people be waiting for sales like how much oh, difference does ten dollars I mean, really make to people I'm curious <laughs> yeah I mean I already kind of do wait on sales so uh, yeah I do as well. <laughs> Yeah. Uh. All right. What's next? Oh, I know what's next. I guess. Next, we have August. There's only one thing on the date for that so far, which is Saints Row on PS5, Series Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, PC, coming on August 23rd. Um. As it stands. Right there's your answer. No for me. For, for Saints Row. Um, but it's got a long way to go, and we'll see. Um, but where it's yeah. at right now, nah. Nah, nah, dog. How about you? How you feeling about it? I feel like you're feeling the same. I, uh, yeah, I. you guys know how we feel about this game. It's not like... It's like, no, I don't really... Everything I've seen about it so far... 
has not been the best. Like the first initial announcement thing was so weird and not like great. And then everything other than everything after that has just been kind of like very eh. So so far I'm kind of not bored with it either. Um yeah. All right. And that's all we got for August. Yeah, so moving on to September, uh there's only one thing here as well. Test drive so unlimited solar crown, PS5, Xbox X and S, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And I'll be honest, I didn't even know this was a thing. So I yeah. Mm. Nah. Don't take it personally. I just don't play those types of games. All right. Well, we don't have much to say on that, clearly. So we're going to move, move on to the next <laughs> month, November. Uh, we have Starfield coming to Xbox Series X and S and PC on November 11th. I am interested in Starfield. I need to see a lot more than what I have at the moment, but I'm still interested in it, just knowing what little bit I know and who's making it and who's now backing them to make it. So, uh, which is Microsoft, so and Bethesda. Yeah, I mean, so, I'm yes. definitely we're we're both curious about the game. You know, I'm I'm interested to see what Bethesda can do apart from the Fallout's and the Elder Scrolls and all that stuff. You know, so. We shall we 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 will be looking at uh, that game with uh, with with great interest. Yes, sir. Uh, but that's pretty much everything that's on board for that's like has a date. There's a bunch of other stuff that is TBD or TBA. So you wanna you wanna go through these real quick, Josh? Yeah, we can. Let's let's see. So we have a little to the left coming to PC, a Plague Tale Requiem, which I'm I'm excited about. Coming to PS5, Series XS, Switch, and PC. The Quiet Place game. Action Arcade Wrestling coming to the Switch. Uh, Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. I'm actually Ash super coming to the Switch. The Aftermath. Wars. Nice. I don't even, I'm not even sure if I know what that is. What is that? I remember playing them um, like. Uh... Back in the day on like Game Boy and stuff, I think. Uh, uh, it's Aftermath. Oh, it has no. Aftermath, yeah. It has no screenshots on <laughs> Anno Mutationum coming to PS4 and PC. Uh, Arc Raiders coming to PS5, Xbox, XS, and PC. We also saw a little bit of that. I think at the most one of the more recent uh, game shows, Ark Mageddon, uh, Ashwalkers, Asteragos, Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora, Aztec: Forgotten Gods, Backbone, Balsa Model Flight Simulator, Battle Cake, Battle Cakes. What the hell is that? Uh, Bayonetta Three, uh, Baron Breakfast. Blazing Strike, Blood Bowl 3, Blossom Tales 2, The Minotaur Prince, Bomb Rush, Cyberfunk, Boundary, Bright Mary, Memory Infinite, Card Shark, Choo Choo Charles, Circuit, Superstars, Coffee Talk Episode 2, Hibiscus and Butterfly, <laughs> Company of Heroes 3, <laughs> yep, Company of Heroes 3, The Crossfire Legion, 
Cult of the Lamb, Curse to Golf, Cyber Knights Flashpoint, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 on PS5, Xbox X, and S, uh, Death Stranding Director's Cut to PC, Deathverse Let It Die, um, Demon Throttle, Destiny 2 Lightfall, Destroy Humans 2 Reprobed, Devolver Tumble Time, Diablo Immortal, uh, Digimon Survive, Dolmen, Don't Starve Together on the Switch, Door to Door to Door, hold on, Door to Gnome, Door to Gnome, I don't know how to say that, I'm sorry, <laughs> Door to Dragon Ball, Door to Dodge, whatever, man, I don't know, Doge, Door Doge, Doge Coin, Dragon Ball, The Breakers, Dune Spice Wars, Dungeon Defenders Awaken, EA Sports, PGA Tour, Earth Defense Force 6, Earthlock 2, eFootball 2022, uh, Euden Chronicle Rising, Endling, Evil Dead the Game, Evil West, Evil, Exomecha, Fall Guys to Xbox, XS, One, and Switch, Far, Changing Tides, Final Fantasy VII, Ever Crisis, Frozen Flame, Getsufumaden, Undying Moon, Ghostwire Tokyo, God of War Ragnarok, Goodbye Volcano High, Gotham Knights, which I'm pretty hyped about, as well as God of War Ragnarok. Oh, Evil West, I didn't mention, but that, and Evil Dead, actually, but those are both cool, too. Uh, God of War, or rewind, GTA 5 on the PS5, Xbox Series X, and S, GTA The Trilogy Definitive Edition on iOS and Android, Grime, Grotto, Gungrave Gore, Hello Neighbor 2, uh, Hindsight, Hogwarts Legacy, Homeworld 3, How to Say Goodbye, I Am Jesus Christ, In Sound Mind, Industries of Titan, Instinction, Jack Move, Joe and Mac, Caveman Ninja, Cartwrighter Drift, Kyo, Kerbal Space Program, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, Lab Rat, Lara Croft and the Guardian of the Light, and Laura Croft, Temple of the Osiris, both come in the Switch. Uh, Last Days of Lazarus, League of Legends, Wild Rift, Lego Star Wars of Skywalker Saga, which I'm very yeah. happy about. I can't wait for that. Yeah, I was going to say, if there's anything that I'm naming off, Josh... Uh... Uh, I have a list that I'm just going to read off when we're done. Of, uh... Okay, sounds good, because I'm just, yeah, I'm going through all this. I, as we uh... go, I'm just like, I'm opening links to each of the ones I'm interested in. <laughs> hmm. Gotcha. Um, where did I leave off? Oh, Little Gator Game, Little Devil Inside, Loot River, Lumber Jack, Mario Plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope, Marvel's Midnight Suns, Metal Slug's Tactics on Switch and PC, Metal Hellsinger, Midnight Fight Express, Minico's Night Market, Moss Book 2, Multiverses, which I signed up for the beta of that. Hopefully, I'll, I get access to it, or, you know, at some point. Ne- Necro Barista, Neon White, No Place for Bravery, Open Roads, Oxygen Free Two, Lost Signals, Pac Man Museum Plus, Park Beyond, Phantom Abyss, Planet of Lana, Pokemon Trading Card Game Live, Prehistoric Kingdom, Prince of Persia: The Sands of Time Remake, Proto Corgi, Puzzle Quest Three, Ramen. Read only memories. Nero Driver. Uh, Redfall replaced River City Girls Two. Rogue Lords RPG Time: The Legend of Right. 
uh, Salt and Sacrifice, Scars Above, Scavengers, Scorn, Sea of Stars, Second Extinction on Series XS and one, Xbox One, Serial Cleaners, Session, Shadow Warrior 3, Shovel Knight Dig, Shredders, Skull and Bones, which I don't know if that game's ever coming out. I wanted to, but <laughs> I don't know if it's coming out this year, man. Slime Rancher 2, Sniper Elite 5, Soul Cresta, Somerville, Sonic Frontiers, Soul Soldiers, Soup Pot, Platoon 3, Star Ocean the Divine Force, Star Trek Resurgence, Star Wars Hunters, Steel Rising, Stray, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, System Shock Remake, Chia, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge, Temtem on PS5, Xbox XS, Switch, and PC, Terminator Dark Fate Defiance on PC, The Anna Crucis, XX, Xbox One, uh, where was I? Uh, Oh, the Callisto Project, or Protocol, the Chant, the House of the Dead remake on the Switch, uh, the Invincible, the Last Orikuru, the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild sequel. Which, come on, guys, give that fucking game a name already. Seriously. The, the Lord of the Rings: Gollum, the Outlast Trials, the Stormmancer, the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe on PC, the, the Witcher Three: Wild Hunt on PS5, Xbox X and S, the Wreck, the Misia, Trek to Yomi, which I am very hyped about. Two Point Campus on PS5, XS, PS4, One, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. Ultimate Fishing Simulator 2, Ultimate Rivals of Court, Untitled Layers of Fear Game, Valheim, Vampire the Masquerade, Blood Hunt, Void Train, Vol- Volcanoids, v- Vampire, or, or little bit Rewind, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide, We Are OFK, We Are the Caretakers, Where the Heart Leads, Wizards with a Gun, WWE 2K22, Young Souls and Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. Fuck, that was a lot to name off. Yeah. But what's your list, Josh? Alright, uh, here's what I that. have. This isn't in any order, it's just because the tabs opened in this order, but I have Serial Cleaners. We watched a trailer for that, it looked fun. We watched Paula play like the first game or whatever, and it looked like a lot of fun, so interested in that. Um Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. I'm a DC guy. This, uh, the, the stuff we've seen looks fun. So interested in it. Also, Samoa Joe is the voice of uh, King Shark. Um, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. Yes, Left 4 Dead in space with, my, with, with Warhammer characters. Let's go. Um, I skipped the last WWE 2K game but I'm because uh, it was bad. And they took a year off to work on this. And I'm kind of curious to see how it's going to be. So it's on my list. Uh, I'll, I want to check out WWE 2K22. Um, Trek to Yummy is on the list because uh, we've watched some gameplay trailers for that. And it looks dope. Uh, Evil Dead the Game on the list because it looks like it'll be fun with friends. And I have a lot of friends and we have a lot of fun together playing games. Um, Evil West looks dope from what I've seen. Gotham Knights, once again, DC guy, Nightwing guy. So you're gonna have to fight me if you want to play him, because he's mine. Um, <laughs> uh, I can't wait for that game, dude. That, that game looks dope. Yeah. Um, Hogwarts Legacy. I am not a Harry Potter dude, but that game seems interesting to me. Uh, I'm curious Honestly, about it. Same. Um, so I, I want to check it out when it comes out. Uh, Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga. We've been waiting for it. I want to play it. Uh, I can't wait. I hope it comes out relatively soon. Maybe it'll be throw it in there right at right at right at April, right at the end of April. That way you got it for like May the fourth. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns. This looked really interesting and was a surprise that I actually wasn't expecting. It's made by Firaxis Games. It's the thing, and they do XCOM. So those guys can make games uh, that I love. So, awesome. Metal Slug Tactics looked really cool of what we've seen of it. So it's on my list. I like the art style, and I, I will be playing it. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Uh, I guess we'll be playing Blue Cat People. Um, and I'm kind of curious about it because they made it seem like it was a big deal when they announced this. However, it's an Ubisoft game and I'm kind of backing off on those these days. <laughs> so, we'll see. It's on the list though. So, uh, Company of Heroes 3 because I love the Company of Heroes games. And Dune Spice Wars because I like Dune. The spice must flow. How about you, Daniel? What's on your list? All right, so my list is... Uh, I'm going to start from the top and go in alphabetical order the way that I read them. So for me, uh, Plague Tale Requiem, definitely. I played the first game, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. That's a fun, fun game. Look, I'm obviously looking forward to the sequel. A Quiet Place, I'm very curious how they're going to do that game because, as we know, the movie is at least the first one. I mean, I've watched them both, but I like I prefer the first one. But the first one... It's like, yo, this whole movie, like, you got to be really quiet. And I wonder how that's going to translate into a game, you know? So I'm interested in that. Uh, next up for me, Avatar. I don't see Avatar. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of, like, the first movie. I thought it was fine. I haven't seen it in a long time now, though. So maybe maybe I'd be up for a rewatch before the second one comes out. But I feel like that has, that has potential, the Avatar game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, I haven't played any of the Company of Heroes games, but I've all you know RTS and and military shit, so I'm always, I'm always interested in that. Uh, Destroy All Humans Two Reprobed. I have the first one. I will be playing. That's actually the the next game I'm going to be playing. The next story game is Destroy All Humans, the, the you know the remaster. So check that out. I'll be starting that maybe next week or sometime soonish within the next several days. But anyway, uh, what else? Um, Evil, you know, Evil Dead, the game. Definitely want to check that out. Evil West also definitely mm-hmm. looks really, really good. Uh, everything I've seen about that looks like it's going to be a fun, fun time. Um, Ghost, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, bit of a bit of a scarier game. Um, bit of a bit of a spooky thing, but I'm 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 looking forward to it. It should be fun. Everything I've seen about it looks very interesting. Um, God of War Ragnarok obviously played the first, the the 2018 one, loved it. Uh, can't wait to play the next one. Gotham Knights. I'm just as excited as Josh is to play that one. I can't wait. He's got Nightwing. I'll probably take over Red Hood. Let's get it. Um. Mm-hmm. Hogwarts Legacy, yeah, much like Josh, I'm not really a Harry Potter guy, but if you tell me about Harry Potter, I'll be like, yeah, Ravenclaw. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap the house, but I'm not really. But but I'll, I'll wrap the house, but I'm not the biggest. Uh, I'm not the biggest Harry Potter person either. Like I I I just I didn't grow up reading the books. I only watched the movies, all of them, for the first time a couple years ago. So you know, I just I think it's fine. I'm just not. I'm not obsessed with Harry Potter like everybody else is. But I, w- yeah. I would be willing to give this game a shot, though, because it did look 
it did look like it, could, it has potential as well from everything that we've seen about it in the past. Um, what else? Uh, Lego Star Wars, obviously, I already mentioned that one. I can't, I mean, I've played the Lego Star Wars game since they came out in 05, so definitely want to play the continuation of that. Uh, I'm curious about Midnight Suns. Uh, I don't know if I'll be playing that one myself, but I'll at least watch other people check that one out. Um, Multiverses, like I said, I signed up for the beta, alpha, whatever of that. So we'll see if I get to try that out. Um, what else? What else? Um, I've tried out a little bit of Scavengers already. Uh, I want Skull and Bones to come out, but I don't know if that ever is going to. So we'll see. Uh... What else? Uh, Star Wars Hunters definitely gonna be trying that out. Star Wars game, so we're gonna we're gonna give it a shot, regardless. Um, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, another one that I'm uh, another like co-op game that should be cool, and it's DC, so I'm I'm all here for that. System Shock remake, that one looks fun. I never played the original, but I am curious to try it out here with this remake. Yeah, Daniel, I'm gonna step away for a sec, but you keep going. Go for it. Uh, TMNT, Treaders Revenge. Definitely want to give that a shot. Um, Terminator Dark Fate Defiance. I, th I think that's the Terminator RTS game. So yeah, I'm curious in that or about that. Uh, Breath of the Wild sequel. Obviously, let's give it a name. Come on, let's 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 come on, come on, guys. Uh, I think oh check to Yomi check to Yomi I cannot wait for this game I hope I don't know when it's coming out but I am I'm so ready for that I I cannot wait I literally cannot wait for that game one of my most anticipated games of the year for sure um what else what else I, oh Warhammer 40k Dark Tide that'll be that'll be good. And I think that's it. That is that is my list. Yeah, it's quite a bit of games on the on the uh, to be announced section. But that those are games. Uh, of the year. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So those yeah, are the we'll, games. Going back. Those are the games of the year. The or they're coming out. Uh, obviously that have been announced and are going to be coming out at some point. Um, a lot of the ones we just talked about don't have release dates. Josh got pizza. God damn, I don't want to see that because I'm hungry. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm not going to look at the camera because I am way too hungry for that. Uh, I'm sorry, my guy. I'm starving. It's all right. I'm going to eat after stream. Um, but yeah, those are the games. So that's, that's awesome. one part of it. Now we can do the TV portion of the show. And then the movies one after that. So. Okay. All right. TV premiere dates. So. A lot of this is going to be stuff that maybe we are 
not as when basically what I'm gonna what I'm gonna say is I'm, we may not talk about all of this, but Josh I think has the list open. I have the I list do. open. We'll skim through the list, and then we'll uh, talk about what we want to talk about. So mm. January. We already have. We've already had some stuff come out, like the Harry Potter twentieth anniversary thing, uh, special. Uh, what else have you had in here? Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything noteworthy, because a lot of this is just like here's a bunch of stuff that, you know, like like Judge Steve Harvey. You're gonna be checking that out. Fucking no, no, no. But what I am interested in is Peacemaker season one. That's on here. Yeah, well, I mean that's that that's coming out here in a few days actually. I think I think on Thursday, no? Yeah, it says the thirteenth. So yeah, Thursday. Yeah. So let's let's yeah, let's skip ahead to stuff that's actually coming out. We have some of the D we have the DC uh, CW stuff coming out here, but we, me me and Josh don't watch that anymore. I'm but, I'm retired yeah. for that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, we got Superman and Lois. Tomorrow, and then on Wednesday you got Batwoman season three and Legends of Tomorrow season seven. But like I said, me, me and Josh don't watch that anymore. Mm-mm. But for those of you that do, there you go. Peacemaker season one—that's probably the one that yeah we're we're probably gonna be checking out. That comes out on Thursday. Uh, let's see if there's anything on the fourteenth. Doesn't seem like it. I got something on the twenty-first. All right, what's on the uh, what's on the twenty first? What do we got? Ozark season four, part one. Mm, um, yes, I I haven't even seen season three, so I gotta. I need I to catch, catch it up. up. I need to catch up, but I'm I like that show a yeah. lot, so I definitely want to see the new seasons. So I need to catch up. Yeah. What is what's this? How I Met Your Father, season one. Yeah. The world according to Jeff Goldblum. That show's good. I, I do like that show. Billions, The Fallout, Gamora season five. That's a show I haven't seen, but it's on my list to watch at some point. Je- Friday, Friday the twenty eighth. Josh, you see what see what's the first thing on there? Hold up, I'm catching up. Oh, Resident Alien on January twenty sixth. If you have not seen Resident Alien, it has Alan Tudyk in it. It's hilarious, and you should check it out. Yeah, um, I heard it's pretty good, but I haven't seen any of it. Uh, 28th. Oh, yes. Yes, I see what's on there. The very the first legend, thing, yep. The Legend of Vox Machina, season one. That's the Triple Roll show. I am video. So we'll, we'll probably be giving that a shot. I, again, I Josh watched that stuff. I didn't. But I'll I'll definitely check out the show because you know it seems like it's like it it'll be neat. Um, yeah, I think not we'll knowing like not knowing what what you know what's going on, but we like we like the voice actors and all that, so we're, we're you know well, we're here for that. Uh, I guess that's January. I don't really see anything else in January. I'm kind of just skimming through stuff, but I don't really. Yeah, I don't see anything after that. February we have uh, Sweet Magnolia season two. Uh... Nope, nope. 
Space nope. Force season. I didn't even watch season one. I, I was. I remember we talked about it on the podcast, and I just never checked it out. I, was no, going I, ch- to, I checked right? out a couple episodes. I didn't really like, but that's just me. Um. Uh, nope. 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 Walking Any... Dead returns from its hiatus on, for season eleven on the twentieth. But I mean, I don't. I don't watch The Walking Dead anymore. Are you interested in the in Bel Air season one? The new uh, first prince or whatever. What even? Oh, is that the new Fresh Prince show? I mean, I don't even. Nah, <laughs> to be honest, no. <laughs> uh-huh. I was just curious. Yeah. I forgot they were doing a reboot for that. To be honest. Doot doot. Yep. Uh, let's see. On the 27th, Killing Eve Season 4. I need to catch up because I don't think I've seen Season 3 yet. But that is a great show. Jodie Comer is fantastic on it. Sandra Oh is also great in it. Definitely recommend Killing Eve if you guys haven't seen it. It's a good show. Oh, hey, Loki. Are you still in the chat, dude? Because March 6th, dude. Riverdale Season 6, man. (laughs) Uh, I already mentioned that to him because he fucking hates that show. Uh, That show is fucking lame though uh march 9th the flash season eight look at him go spazzing out in the chat march 10th the orville new horizons, new horizons. that's that who is becoming a hulu thing i'll probably check that yeah. out i like i like the orville i remember yeah we used to watch the orville and it was it was, it was enjoyable you know for like a star trek-esque type show that was more comedic i i i, I, I enjoyed it Um, man, boy, there's a lot of TV I do not care about. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> All right. Oh, Lord, I see Bridgerton season two for all the yeah, ladies. I, I, and why. I just, I just passed by that. Oh, the winning time, the the rise of the Lakers dynasty. As a Laker fan, I will be checking that out. I'm curious. Is that that's um like a mini series, right? Or yeah, it a... it's like a little, it's like a HBO mini series. I might is, check that out, even though I'm not a basketball. It's interesting. Guy. Because Magic Johnson, they asked him, are you looking forward to the show? He's like, nope. So oh, if he doesn't like it, there's going to be some some interesting stuff in there. So, uh, yeah, I uh, definitely, definitely going to see what, what, what's on there. Uh, what's about. Fear the Walking Dead season seven. I didn't even know this was on season seven already. God damn. I stopped watching this show like in season two or three or, so, or maybe. No, maybe. Yeah, maybe two. I don't know. I kind of I kind of stopped watching that one early on. Uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers is on Disney Plus. What? It's a movie, apparently. Um, I want to check it out though. Tales of the Walking Dead, a new spinoff show, season one. Baymax and Miss Marvel in the summertime. I'm actually interested in those last three things for the summer TBD. Yeah, right. Baymax, Miss Marvel, and Stranger Things season four. I'm yeah, I'm interested in all those as well, to be honest. Uh, June we have The Boys season three on Amazon Prime Video. Definitely looking forward to that. Yep. Uh, September, The Lord of the Rings prequel show. Very interesting. It's in super, that. super interesting. Cannot wait to see that. Uh, the Crown season five definitely I'm gonna be watching that. I don't really normally care for the English royals, but I don't know, man. That show is great. It's I haven't checked it out. It is really good. Really, really good. 
else we got here? Some more Disney Plus movies. Uh, and then here we are, dude. To the to be determined section, because we know it was going to happen. I'm going to be skimming through this, because I'm not going to read it all, man. I've talked too much today. I need to only That's fair. mention stuff that I want to mention. So the first thing that I see for me is The Mandalorian Season 3, which we're probably going to get in yep. December, if I had to guess. Or November. Just November, December is about when the show comes out. So, looking forward to that. Moon Knight season one, yes. Obi Wan Kenobi, yes. Yes. She Hulk, yes. Yep. Bad Batch season two, yes. Uh, Zootopia. I like the movie, but I don't know if I care enough about it enough to watch the show. I feel like I've lost my place. Where was I at? <laughs> Uh, Billy the Kid. What a... Billy the Kid. That's yeah, on Billy Epics. Billy the Kid on Epics. And then we got War of the Worlds. What the fuck? War of the Worlds is a show and it's on season three? Apparently. I didn't even know about that. Barry season three on HBO. House His Dark Materials. Dragon. His Dark Materials is one that I haven't seen either and it's already on season three. What the hell, dude? I remember when that show was like just about to come out and now it's on season three. Fuck. Yeah, House of the Dragon season one. Definitely going to give that a shot. Yep. Tony Hawk until the wheels fall off. It's an HBO like special movie thing. Uh, Westworld season four. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Batgirl is a movie on HBO. I didn't realize that they also included movies on here because I was we had a separate thing for movies. So uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Gremlin Secrets of the Mogwai HBO Max. Uh. What else is on here? Raised by a Wolf is something I want to check out as well. I, heard I need to check that out, one. too. A Lakers uh, docuseries on Hulu. Some sort of docu. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, uh, there was another one I heard that they were doing, too. Yeah. Well, that one's untitled, so we don't even know what the hell's going on with that. But I'll probably, I will probably be checking it out anyway. So, Alice in Borderland Season 2. I heard good things about Season 1. Uh, Army of the Dead, Lost, Ve- Lost Vegas. Uh, the the Cuphead, Cuphead Show. show. Yeah. That'll be fun. I know, I always like the art style of the game, so I'll definitely check that out. Is Cyberpunk, the anime, supposed to be coming out this year? Because that's cool. Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Yeah, I I'm, guess. I'm, I'm about that. I, dude, I, I keep saying this every time I mention Cyberpunk, but I like the game, so I'll be definitely watching I like it, too. Rock and Key, Season 3. I haven't seen any of that. Mm-hmm. My grandma. I'm not a Matt. I'm not a magic person, so miss me with that. I might, uh, I might check that out. I might check that out, even though I'm not a magic guy. There might be something there. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, Brandon Ralph is in it. I think we talked about it on the show before, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know. The Sandman and Resident Evil, those are intriguing. Umbrella Academy season three, yes. The Witcher Blood Origin. I mean, maybe I, I, I'll check it That's out, but I'm not like, I'm not, me. I'm not super excited about it to be honest. Uh, Chucky season two, man. Look at that. Hell no. <laughs> Hell to the no, no, no. Sorry. We have other <laughs> stuff that's that's either coming out this year or later. Uh, like the Acolyte, which is a Star Wars show. Yep. Ahsoka, Armor Wars, Agatha. These, are, yeah, these. I'm not. Even, we should probably shouldn't even mention these because they're probably coming out like next year. Way later. You know? Yeah, these are in the next few years. Anyway, let's not get into that. Anyway, uh. Yeah, so that's what we got for TV shows. Honestly, not as much as I yeah. thought I was going to 
be interested in, but that's fine. I mean, that just means I get to watch other stuff I haven't seen yet, you know? And I did not see Final Space on this list, Loki. I don't know if, if they are doing another know. season or not. Anyway, that's our that's our TV. But you got to remember, we're still early in the year. We're still in January. Yeah, like there's still they'll, things going to be announced and stuff. Like, they'll still announce stuff and everything, you know. And we'll cover it on this show as it gets announced. So. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Any any anything else to add on the TV stuff or? No, yeah. there's just I'm just surprised at the lack of things I'm interested in, at least at the moment. Yeah. So. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. But again, we're early on in the year. A lot of stuff has been slotted in yet, and 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 uh, you know, announced like a lot of the stuff I'm looking forward to hasn't even been doesn't have a date yet. Like a lot of the Disney Plus shows, the Marvel and Star Wars stuff, it doesn't even have, doesn't even have dates yet. Yeah. Anyway, let's get to the last part of this show here, which is the movie. Movies, movies. The movie part. Uh, so, we have on the fourteenth, Scream Five. I think they just call it Scream, but Scream Five. Yes, uh, is the one that I'm looking forward to there. Uh, that I will be checking out. Even though I haven't even seen some of the other ones, but I don't care. I'll I'll, I'll watch that one. I don't care it doesn't matter. Is there anything else on the 14th that you see? Or, oh, actually, you know what? For me, the tragedy of Macbeth, that one looks good, too. Um, No, not really for me. Okay. Yeah, for me, I would say Scream and the, the tragedy of Macbeth. Those are the two. Yeah, Scream, for, Scream I'm interested in. Yeah, other than that, no. Gotcha. Yeah, so that, that that's for me on the 14th. Uh... The seventeenth is is a is a shame. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Considering recent, <laughs> recent. But uh, you know what? It's years. also really awesome anyway. You know, to be honest, the Betty White, uh, hundred years yeah. young birthday celebration, like, a man turned into a tribute. It's still cool. It she still like was awesome. Like, there's no reason not to enjoy that. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. Uh, the next thing that I see for me, nothing on the 18th or the 20th. There's too much stuff on here to name, guys. But yeah, we're just gonna go through and look, and then we'll. When what we see something, we'll the, yell out. If you guys are curious what we're looking at, we're looking at the Movie Insider list. So you go to movieinsider.com/slash/movies/slash/2022. That's what we're looking at. If you want to check that out, shout out to them for compiling this list. Thank you guys. That's what we're looking at. Uh, I don't. I've, yeah, there's nothing January really in not January for month. me. Yeah. January is not a good month for movies, so I don't really have anything here. This is gonna be blasphemy, but I don't give a fuck about the Beatles. I know that sounds really shitty. <laughs> like, I really don't. I mean, you know, <laughs> I like some other. I, I like some other songs, but I've never been a Beatles guy either. I'm not a Beatles guy. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, January's like there's not uh, anything really for. Yeah. No. All right. Uh, February. February. We have. Moonfall. Uh, Moonfall, which I am yeah. curious about. I'll probably watch wanna... Jackass forever as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I will, I will for sure watch that. If that. Dude, this is the last one they're doing. I got to see yeah. what, they're, what they're ending with, right? We'll see the boys. 
Yeah, man. See the boys be jackasses again. So yeah. One last Jackass. Time. So Moonfall and Jackass Forever on February four or on the fourth. Um, February eleventh, Death in the Nile. I'm intrigued by. I uh, we talked about the trailer for that one. I think either last week or the week before that. Very recently, it's another like murder whodunit. Yeah, murder mystery whodunit type deal. So I'm yeah, interested. definitely check that I, out. I kind of cats is good. Um, uh, February 18th, Uncharted. Uncharted, which I'm not. I'll probably wait for it to come out. I'm not gonna go to theaters. I but... yeah, I'm not like dying to see that one because I don't have a whole lot of hope in it, unfortunately. But I'm still gonna watch it because I you know, video game movie. We we want we want video game stuff to do well, even if it's you know, not uh, you know. Anyway, uh else do we have free guys already been out right but it's coming to disney plus on the 23rd mm-hmm. i own it too if we ever want to watch it i mean i i want i definitely want to check it out so yeah, we should. yeah let's see 25th i don't really see anything here either what is the outfit that's what the i was looking at focus features that, that that could be good mark rylance is a good uh good actor so maybe 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 I'll maybe I'll check that one out. Maybe I'll check that one out. Let me let me add that one to my letterbox so I can have more oh, movies to watch. Yeah, yeah dude. Because I, I if you guys don't know, I use letterbox quite a bit. I uh, keep track of all the movies I want to watch and all the movies that I have watched, and it's it's just a good way to to, to keep track of of movies. So I use letterbox a lot. Uh, keep track of all that stuff so anyway uh i'm trying to see if there's anything because there's like other movies that are like you know they are like the big budget um you know crazy movies that some are blockbusters that we all get excited over there are other movies that i like to watch too you know like like a24 stuff is pretty good and just yeah. you know smaller things that aren't as insane and crazy and big budget and all that. Uh, yeah, so many movies, Val. So many. Uh, the next thing that I think I see for me is probably um, the Batman on March fourth, which yes. is uh, which I think is one of, if not my most anticipated movie of the year. Yep, it's pretty, hard. It's hard. It's hard to say because there's there's a lot of other good movies coming out this year, but that one is up there for me. I cannot wait for that. It looks so fucking good, dude. It looks fantastic. Can't wait. Yeah, it does. So yeah, the Batman on March fourth. Uh, what is what is some of this other stuff? Tyson's Run. I don't even know. I looked at that and I was like, nah, not for me. Oh yeah, I mean, all I honestly, this may sound messed up, but all I had to do is look at the poster and be like, nah. (laughs) It's like, nah, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey man, it's like you were talking about comic books earlier, man. You, 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 you you probably watched, you know, with the Nightwing one. You probably looked at the cover of that and you're like, I'm sold, you know. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, they, 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 it, it said that you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but I mean, sometimes. Man, if you don't have a sometimes if you don't have a good fucking cover, man, like 
Pilgrims have to grab you. Like, that's what they're there for. Um, and if it doesn't, then, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't see uh, much else in March. I don't me. see much in March either. What is what is the lost city? What the hell is that? It's got Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock in it. And Daniel Radcliffe. Uh, I don't know. I don't it looks like a yeah. It's a comedy movie. I'm, I'm I mean I like comedies, but nah, I don't think I don't think I'm watching that. April first, Morbius. I, I mentioned earlier I do want this movie to be decent, so I'm I'm rooting for it. Yep. Even though I don't know what to expect. So I'm rooting for it, but you know, I'll still make jokes about it. It's fine. Uh what else we got? Uh, you won't be alone. This seems I don't interesting. Know, that's yeah, that's a horror movie. Yeah, I, I like I like Numi Rap Numi Rapis. She's she's good. That looks neat. I'll uh, add that to the list. Yeah. What else do we have here? April eighth, Sonic the Hedgehog two, definitely because I like the first one. I enjoyed the first one, so I will for sure. Still need to watch that fucking movie. Checking that out. It's it's fun, man. I I had a good time with it, honestly. Like I thought it was pretty, pretty, pretty great. Uh, like I wasn't, I was kind of was not expecting a whole lot of out of it, but again, I thought it was a fun time. So yeah, yeah. Uh, what else? Bullet train. Bullet Train's Ambulance. got a cool cast. Oh, I saw when, when I Spider Man. When I went to go watch Spider Man, I saw the trailer for Ambulance, and I was like, "Damn, what the hell!" I see that trailer every time I go. Me. They play that for Ambulance. They've shown that me. I've seen that trailer like four times in theaters. <laughs> Josh is sick of it. They Stop really want me to. They really want me to watch uh, Jake Gyllenhaal rob that bank and run off with uh, Yaha yeah. Abdul Mateen. And a and a nurse in an ambulance. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I like how there's a movie coming out this year. You see it on April eighth, and it says "Untitled Searchlight Pictures Film." Right. April twenty twenty two. How is there a movie coming out this year? You we don't have any information on it. What the hell is that all about? I don't this know. movie is only three months away, and we don't have any information on it at all. That doesn't that doesn't make sense. Uh, we have the Fantastic Beasts movie coming out on April 15th, but again, I'm not really don't, a Harry Potter guy. don't so. really care about those movies either, to be honest. I, I watched the first one, and I was like, so I never watched the second one. Uh, and we have the third one coming out now, I guess. And, like, they replaced Johnny Depp with, like, uh, uh, Mads Mikkelsen. It's kind of weird. I don't know. Ooh. Sorry. <laughs> I was looking at a movie on the April second. Twenty second, yep. I was, yeah, I was gonna say the, that's that's probably the next spot we're gonna be looking yeah, at. The, the Northman. Yeah. Uh, we saw the trailer for that on this show, and it looks fucking dope. Uh, it does it does? I definitely since you showed me the trailer for that one here on the podcast, I have had that one on my list because. Uh, yeah, it looks super cool. It looks awesome. It does look cool. It looks looks good. Um. Oh man, the unbearable weight of massive talent movie. Nicolas Cage stars as Nick Cage. Yeah, I know that's, that's on Nick your Cage list. Movie. <laughs> mm. 
Uh, what is this? May 22nd. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That one is obviously a given. You know us. That one we're definitely going to be checking out. Uh, Untitled Blumhouse. Look, another Untitled movie coming out this year. That's great. Um, yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Top DC's Gun Maverick. League of, DC's League it's of Super Pets. Thing. You don't you don't want to watch Super Pets, dude? Uh, no, I don't give a single nah. shit. About I know, that. I know. I, I, don't, I don't either. I don't either. Dude, you have The Rock and Kevin Hart as the main fucking like voice actors of this. I yeah, I, I like DC, but this is this is a kids movie, dude. Like, Meanwhile, Vin Diesel's over here like he'll do DC League of Super Pets, but he won't do the last Fast and the Furious. How dare The Rock? <laughs> Uh, Top Gun Maverick for me. Yeah, twenty twenty seventh. Top Gun Maverick. Yes. Also, I'm I am looking forward to that one. And then with the Bob's Burgers movie, I I don't even know this was they had a movie. Hmm. Okay. Uh, June tenth, Jurassic World Dominion. I definitely want to watch that. I didn't, I, even, I didn't see the last one. The, uh, I was, so I was just gonna say I like the first Jurassic World well enough. But the second one was so forgettable to me that I just... It was, I haven't it was, seen it, it so bad. I guess it doesn't matter. It was, <laughs> it was bad in my opinion. I, it's, I, I've seen the movie, but honestly, if you ask me what happened, I couldn't tell you because I don't remember. That movie sucks. Sorry Damn. to everybody who, who worked on that, but I just... I, I, I didn't like it. Uh, so, But Dominion is, is uh, going to be different. Um, we have the original three coming back. You know, Laura Dern. Uh, yeah, that's right. Sam Neill and uh, 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 Jeff Goldblum. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Lightyear on the 17th, the Buzz Lightyear I, movie. That I looks, am actually kind of interested in that. Yeah. yeah, it looks looks fun. That 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 first good. trailer they showed was like pretty cool. Yeah. Starman. Uh, what else we got here? What is this Ethan Hawke movie? Black Phone. That looks interesting. Oh, it's a horror I think, movie. Like the, like the poster. Ah! That's scary. Yeah, look at that poster. That's cool, man. I like that. I will. Oh, it's Scott Derrickson. I like Scott Derrickson, man. He's a, he's a horror movie director, and he also directed the first Doctor Strange movie. So, this looks go. neat. Why oh, they gotta give him a scary mask though? Fuck off. That's a cool mask, man. I like it. That's scary looking. <laughs> so I'm definitely putting that one on my radar. Neat. Uh, there's an Elvis movie coming out. We've talked about that one before. Where the Crawdads sing. Oh, it's uh, what's his Austin name? Butler. Uh, Austin Butler. Yeah. Gotcha. Tom Hanks is gonna be in it. Oh, I like Tom Hanks. Yeah, that's right. He plays uh, he plays the manager or whatever. Yeah, uh, they interviewed him. I think pretty fairly recently about that. I think, and they talked about it anyway. Uh, what is what is Shotgun Wedding? What the hell is that? It's got Ryan Reynolds, Jennifer Lopez, Ryan Reynolds, Josh... Jennifer Lopez, Josh Duhamel, Mark Hammer. Nah. Oh, another Minions movie. Great. How many of these are there now, dude? I don't know, but kids love them. I guess. I mean, they they got. I I guess they got to keep making movies for kids, man. But how many how many Minions movies do you need, bro, dude? Like, can we come up with something new at this point? Apparently not. Although I guess if the Minions franchise keeps making money, dude, then why not keep pumping them out, right? Milk it for all you can, Universal. Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Hell yeah! Absolutely. I'm so excited for that. July eighth. Very much looking forward to that. I love Thor: Ragnarok. 
And Taika Waititi and some of the people from that movie are coming, are running it back for this one. So I can't wait. It's going to be a fun summertime action movie. So hell yeah. Uh, we got bed rest. Oh, nope. Nope is the newest. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jordan Peele movie. Which, if you got, uh, you know, if you like, uh, Get Out and uh, the other Us, I think I haven't seen Us yet, but I've seen Get Out. So, Nope is the newest one. Uh, this dude has a has a has quite the 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 theme for his movie naming his movies, huh? Just very simple <laughs> Get Out, <laughs> Us, Nope. Um. Yeah. Anyway, this is his latest movie. It has Kiki Palmer, Stephen Yeun, Daniel Kaluuya. Ooh, ooh. Uh, under the boardwalk. I feel like Musical. I keep seeing a trailer for that. No, oh, wait. Maybe that's something else. Some. Uh, it's a musical comedy animation, so probably not for me. Um. Oh man, it's July twenty ninth. July 29th, Black Adam. Definitely, yeah. definitely that one. Let's watch The Rock murder some people. Let's do it. Dude, that like teaser they had for uh, almost said Thunderdome for DC <laughs> Fandom. <laughs> the Thunder, Thunder, Thunder. No. Thunderdome. Uh, yeah, no. The, uh, the, the, the little teaser they had for that, man, he's fucking, he looked menacing as shit, dude. He like literally roasted a dude. And His muscles are real, too, man. Looks. Yeah. It ain't no, it ain't no super suit. Um, but yeah, definitely Black Adam on the 29th. Definitely want to check that out. Uh, moving on to August, we have, oh goody, an untitled Disney live action movie. Great. Hard to be excited about that one. I don't know what it is. Uh, there's a Bros movie coming out. Secret Headquarters. I don't know what that is. The Man from Toronto. Another comedy looks like. Beast movie. I don't... The it's father got, of two uh, teenage girls find themselves being hunted by a massive rogue lion in South Africa. It's got Idris Elba in it. That might be neat. Samaritan. I feel like I've heard of this movie. A famed superhero goes missing after an epic battle, but is actually still around. Hmm. Oh, it's Megamind. I mean, spoilers, Megamind. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Sylvester Stallone in it. That has an interesting enough premise. I, I, I'll yeah, check it out. Maybe, about. maybe see a trailer. Yeah, on a wing and a prayer. We're getting to the territory where a lot of these movies we have little information about, even though they're coming out this year. So it's like, what the hell's going on? Uh, September, because I don't. Yeah, on the wing and a prayer. I don't. I don't even know what that is. Salem's Lot. Oh, that looks fun. It's a vampire. Writer returns to the town of Jerusalem's Lot where he lived as a young boy only to discover everyone he used to know is now a vampire. Wow. Okay. Dark Harvest. Halloween movie, it seems like. The Woman King. Inspired by true events took place in the Kingdom of Dahomey, one of the most powerful states of Africa in the 18th and 19th centuries. The Woman King tells the story of uh, Naniska, 
Aniska Davis, general of the all-female military unit known as the Amazons and her daughter, Nawi, who together fought the French and neighboring tribes that, who violated their honor, enslaved their people, and threatened to destroy everything they lived for. Okay, okay. Distant. After crash landing on an alien planet, an asteroid miner must make his way across the harsh terrain running out of oxygen, hunted by strange creatures, to the only other survivor, a woman who is trapped in her escape pod. That sounds interesting, based off the little synopsis. Mm-hmm. It's got Naomi yeah. Scott in it. I like Naomi Scott. And Rachel Brosnahan. I like Rachel Brosnahan, too, man. Hell yeah. Let's go. I'm adding that to my list, for sure. Hell yeah, dude. Anthony Ramos is in it, too. He's, he's going to be the dude that is going to be in the next The Beast Wars Transformers movie. So interesting, interesting cast. I'm definitely adding that to my to watch list. Uh, White Bird, a wonder story. Uh, what is this? For millions of readers and moviegoers, wonder is the captivating, inspiring, and uplifting story. Power of kindness. How it can build bridges and change hearts. In White Bird, a wonder story, kindness even has the power to save lives. As Julian Albans, the bully who left Beecher Prep, is visited by his grandmere from. Paris and is transformed by her remarkable story of compassion and courage. As a girl in Nazi occupied France, the, the young Grand Marie goes into hiding with the help of a schoolmate, a young man who risks everything to give her a chance to survive. Together they find beauty and love in the secret world of their own creation. That sounds intriguing. Um Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. I don't know how many of these movies there are either, but I have not <laughs> kept up with any of the Shrek-verse stuff. So, yeah, I can't really say I'm looking forward to that. Don't Worry Darling. It's got Chris Pine, Florence Pugh, Shia LaBeouf, and uh, Olivia Wilde. An, uh, an unhappy 1950s housewife comes to believe she's actually living in a simulation in which her husband's desire is to live in the past where women are subservient to their husbands. Okay. Okay. Mission Impossible 7. I like the last one, which is Fallout. Yeah. So I'll probably give this one a go as well. It has It's going to have Haley Atwell, and I'm all about Haley Atwell. Palm Clementef is going to be in it too, so hell yeah. I like both of those ladies. They're both awesome. Uh, hell yeah. Cool. And then October, we got Hocus Pocus 2, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Till and Tar? I don't know what this is. But I'm definitely... Till... Okay, so Till is about the Emmett Till. Okay, that one is like a... You know, I've seen that advertised. Yeah. Definitely looking forward to Spider-Verse though. Obviously. That one is is a you know Spider-Verse part one for sure. Hundred percent gonna be wanting to watch that one. Oh yeah. Uh Halloween ends on the fourteenth. We need to watch the newest I one. Still, I still I still haven't seen the recent one. Yeah. I haven't either. I heard though it wasn't as good as the twenty eighteen one, but we'll see. We shall see. Um, what else do we have? Meh. 
Ticket to Paradise? What is that? Is that is that the? Uh... Oh, never mind. Yeah, <laughs> you saw immediately. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I hear that and I think Eddie Money. So I'm like, yo, is that Eddie Money like movie or something? No. <laughs> no. Pinocchio. To paradise. With, with oh, yeah, Tom Pinocchio. Hanks. Tom Hanks one, yeah. Keegan Michael Key, Joseph Gordon Levitt. Yeah, I mean, maybe I'll check oh, that I'm out. I'm interested in that. Yeah, yeah, that's the. Uh, I'll the watch anything with Tom Hanks there. in it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't know, Majin. That is a good question. I don't know how, how we'll do there. We'll see, I guess. We shall see. Also, Robert Zemeckis is directing Pinocchio. Car, car. I know we talked about that one as well, though. The Flash movie on yep. the... Absolutely. The fourth, 100%. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, without even like a full release trailer, just a little teaser. And I'm like, I'm in. Yeah. Let's go. Yep. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm going to see it. I'm, I'm curious to see yeah. how things happen. I really wonder how what they're going to do with that. Cause yeah. I don't know, man. It's a tough, seems like a tough task, dude. But definitely going to be checking that out. Bellbound, Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile, and she said. Bellbound is a animated movie. That's an Apple original. <laughs> yes, Majin, and it's going to be played by Tom Hanks. <laughs> she said, okay. Strange World. What is this? Journeys deep into an uncharted and treacherous land where fantastical creatures. Oh, this is a Disney movie. Sweet. It's their version of Avatar. I didn't know that was coming out, so I am adding that to my list. That looks neat. Yeah, I, I, I like the look of that. Uh, what else we got? Um, Creed three, which I'll be honest, I haven't even seen the first two. I, I need, need I need to see the second one. I I like Creed. I need to watch the second one. Though. You know what I need to do is I need to do a franchise run of the Rocky movies. I need oh, to man. From, I need to start from Rocky 1 and then just go all the way through, man. Fuck. I do, I'll watch them occasionally. Let's, that first movie you can watch without even watching the sequels. And then you watch all the sequels and they're fucking... I love the Rocky yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, need to, I, need to, I need to get on those. Um, what else we got here? Searcher, Clade, Vlad. I don't know. There's not enough information on that one for me to decide whether or not. The Fableman's movie, a coming of age movie that is loosely based on Steven Spielberg's own childhood growing up in Arizona. Wow. So this is a Steven Spielberg coming of age movie. Okay. Uh, that's November, and then here we are. We made it to the final month of the year, December. Um, we have Violent Night on the second. Uh, it's a thriller movie set in Christmas time. Not a whole lot of information on it. The one after that is Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. I mean, yes, yeah. we're gonna be watching that. We're definitely gonna be watching that. I enjoyed the first Aquaman. I'm curious. I'm. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more Black Manta because I think Black Manta is a fucking badass. So I'm curious about that. Yeah. Uh, 
Avatar 2, man, finally coming out this year. It's only yeah. 12 years late. or actually right. 13, it'll, be, it'll be 13 years late, I guess. To let you know how old the original Avatar is, I saw it on pay-per-view. <laughs> so that tells you how old that, that was the last time. That may have been the last movie I ever saw on pay-per-view. Because <laughs> uh, I, I, I know pay-per-view is like still a thing, but like I feel like it's a dead, yeah. <laughs> a dead thing. Yeah, so again, while I wasn't the biggest Avatar fan, I'll, I'm going to watch the second one. I mean, I, I'll probably check I didn't, it out. I didn't hate it. It was just kind of like overhyped at the time because, you know, it was like it was like the big 3D thing, right? Everybody's like, oh, go watch this movie in 3D and shit, right? So I started yeah. a 3D renaissance there for a little bit. For a little bit, yeah. So I'll probably end up rewatching the first one before I watch the second one. And uh, then, yeah, we'll, we'll be getting like they're making like four more of these. So, you know, I think they filled them like back to back to back. So they're like, we hope you like getting, it because you're getting more. Yeah, because we're getting more because I mean, that's why it's been taking so long for these to come out because they've just been making like fucking five of them in a row. So we're getting this one. And then I think ne- not next year, but the year after that in 2024, we're getting the third one and then, you know, so on and so forth. So every other year we're going to be getting one starting this year. So uh what else we got oh the super mario brothers super with, mario with brothers oh yeah chris pratt is mario <laughs> oh no charlie <laughs> oh, day's no. luigi charlie day better fucking do some oh yeah's in there i'm gonna piss <laughs> oh yeah uh yeah so we, we, yeah we, we, this movie was announced during uh what was it uh some one of the one of the game or, uh, the, or the, nintendo the nintendo direct, the nintendo direct. that's yeah. what it was yeah they're like, here's the cast. And it just kept going. And it got more unbelievable as it went. <laughs> Which was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, interesting. But that's coming out on the 21st, apparently. And then we have I Want to Dance with Somebody, which is the Whitney Houston, uh, you know, Whitney Houston picture coming out on the 23rd. Uh, it's going to be starring... Naomi Aki, who was in some of you may recall as uh, she was in the Rise of Skywalker. She was uh, the the lady that was supposedly Lando's daughter. Maybe we don't know if she was or not. But anyway, that's who's gonna be uh, Whitney Houston um, in the movie. Um, And then Untitled 20th Century Fox. Great. The 25th, Babylon. Set in old Hollywood when the business was turning from silent films to talkies. That that would be interesting. Could be. For, you know, for like the historical aspect of, you know, filmmaking and whatnot. That might be that might be good. Be that'll be on my radar now. It's got Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie. Pretty, uh, Toby McGuire is going to be in it. My, my, my boy, Olivia Wilde, Eric Roberts. Nice, pretty solid cast. All right, that is everything that is has a date. Now, of course, we have a TBA list, so get ready. This one's shorter than the other ones, though, so it's not going to take forever. First up, Jeepers Creepers Reborn. I like the Jeepers Creepers movies. I do too. I don't think I've seen the third one yet. I need to watch the third one, but. 
I will watch that, and then I'll, you know, in preparation for this next one. Why not, right? Mm-hmm. And then what else we got? Orphan First Kill. Uh, have you seen the first Orphan movie? Because this one's crazy. I mean, that's really just about everything on this list. I haven't seen any okay. anything. That's a sequel, really. So Orphan is wild. Yeah, Deep Water, Blazing Samurai, Cocaine Bear, Clerks Three, Man and Witch, Gold Spirited, Instant Life, The Phantom of the Open, The Children of Blood and Bone, My Father's Dragon, The School for Good and Evil, What's Love Got to Do with It, Woes of War, Lakewood, Eiffel, uh, Wash Me in the River, and Wings Over Water. That's what we got. That is the rest of the year. So I'm going to be watching a lot Josh, of DC and Josh Marvel is, and not much else. Josh <laughs> is very excited for for all that other shit. Right? I'll tell you, I'm sorry, guys. I'm in a lot of pain right now, and I'm just like trying to make it through the rest of the show. Um, so well, I haven't said a lot. But Deep deep Water looked kind of interesting. It's got Ben Affleck, Ana de Armas in it. Uh, uh, I was kind of curious about that. That looked neat. Jeepers Creepers, I'll watch because I like the Jeepers Creepers movies. I clicked on Blazing Samurai to be like, oh, this is going to be cool samurai movie. And then I looked at the poster and was like, no, that is no. <laughs> 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 that is not at all what I thought it was going to be. Uh, uh, yeah. Honestly, I just there's not a lot on here for me. I feel like this year, other than like. Other than like the typical, I'm gonna watch all the superhero stuff and mm-hmm. also Halloween and uh, what was the other thing? The Northman, Viking the Northman, movie. Yeah. Yeah. So if There's that's kind of like the there. thing I mean, for me, I mean, mostly like I'm, I'm kind of with you there about watch. I mean, we're gonna watch all the superhero shit. That's just a given. Yeah. But. In terms of some of the other stuff, yeah, I mean, there's 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 a, there's some other things in there that I really uh, that I'm interested in already. Like I've I've been putting as you've been doing the show, I've been jotting stuff down on my letterbox because I'm like, yo, yeah, that looks that sounds that sounds good. So I am definitely going to be watching a lot more movies this year. I, I have I have a goal to watch a bunch of movies this year. Like Josh and I have made the. Uh, the list of you know, we're keeping track of everything we're doing mm-hmm. so i am going to be updating that f- regularly frequently because i want to watch more movies and i gotta watch movies that are going to be coming out this year and i want to watch movies that i uh that i um haven't seen yet from other years so that will be uh good stuff so yeah Lots, lots to look forward to in in gaming, in TV shows, and movies. Man, it's gonna be another another good year of of entertainment. I I I hope, right? So yeah, oh yeah, I, I that'll uh, that'll probably do it though. I know I'm sure Josh wants to wants to wrap it up, so we'll. Yeah, I'm gonna got... stretch out as soon as we're done. If we if we got nothing else to add, Josh, that's uh, I know. don't I don't have anything. Let's throw it over to Daniel so he can do his goodbyes. All right, you're up, my man. Thanks for watching, everybody. Appreciate you guys joining us for our 2022 games 
shows and movie preview. Um, coming up for me tomorrow on stream, I'm going to be playing Red Dead Online. Hashtag save Red Dead Online. It's trending. We need Rockstar to add more content to the game. Yes. Listen, Rockstar. We, 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 we love your game, but you need to give us more to do. Um... So yeah, I'm gonna be doing that, and then I'll have some other games that I'll be playing here. Just keep an eye out. Follow me on all the things on the sidebar here, and uh, yeah, I'll see you all later. Have a great rest of your week. We'll be back next time. We're gonna be doing another next week retro rewind. We'll see you there. Have a good one. Yeah. Bye bye. Peace out. All right, guys. Thanks for watching the show. I'm sorry I haven't been very active, but the back is my back is like the the, the more I've sat, the worse it's gone. I need to go stretch out somewhere. So we're gonna do quick. Thank you for watching. Love you. Get vaxxed. All that good stuff. We're gonna host. Uh, we're gonna toss a host over. I guess the Quad God is streaming, so we'll toss a host to her. Um, tell her, hey, in the chat. Tell her where you came from. So we'll see you next time for the next Cantina. Bye bye. Yeah. She's cool. She's playing aliens. Uh, fire.